Yes, guys, welcome back to the Yud Kid podcast, uh, Pod Spirits. It's another Monday episode, so we have a guest to bring on. It's going to be a fantastic show, a lot of news to get through. First one to get the first guest today, Brian Ireland. How are you, Brian? I'm good, sir. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Really, really looking forward to, to the show. Thanks for having Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having um, me. Yep, next one is Brian Daigle. Brian, how are you? I am fantastic, Daniel. Always a pleasure to be on your channel, mate. Really looking forward to it. Like B2, Brian Island. Said, two, Brian, um, two Brian's infiltrated. Um, B1 and B2 are here. It, 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 exactly. <laughs> Brian, you know who got introduced first? B1. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, you might have me on that. You're the first, you're the first one there in the list. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Next next one, Kieran. Kieran, how are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. Pleasure to be here as always. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Um, Eugene is here as well. How are you, Eugene? Uh, doing well, doing well. And I guess this will be the two Brian shows for, for the temporary time being. <laughs> <laughs> just, for, just for the first like 10 seconds. And then now we're, you know, we'll try to hold back. We'll try to hold back. That's for yeah, Friday night. Nice, nice, to, nice to see you again, guys. Uh, good uh, it's good been to see a long you time as well, Eugene. Yeah. Yeah. Always a pleasure. How is the weather over yeah. there, Eugene? Uh, cloudy today, uh, surprisingly, but I guess because we're having the monsoon season in, on the Indian side, Indian coast side, then we have the monsoon season, uh, we're called for the north on the Philippine side, so I guess that's what we get, uh, you know, all the moisture in the air, you know, but Southeast Asia, humidity is always there, the heat is always there, we're used to it, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're used to it. Yeah. Nice. Right, so the topics of today, um, it's going to be a little bit different, uh, I, I don't have the screen because it's not going to be like the usual topics. So the first thing we're going to do is the meme of the week, like we always do. And then the Spurs news. Then after that, instead of a Levy rant, what do you call an opposite of a rant? <laughs> Got a praise. Interestingly, interestingly, Brian and I were talking about this uh, before, uh, like about an hour ago. And it was not maybe say, not necessarily a, the rant, a rant itself, but more of a response to a rant. So, you know, all of every, my, my thought is, is everybody's having this sort of uh, – intense reaction to things what's the what's the um calm the calm take what's the calm take how do how do we how do we look at what's going on and not overreact yeah but like what, what would you say is like the opposite of rant because obviously a rant is like hating somebody a calm take just calm calm, calm take? Yeah. yeah calm right. response calm so, response so to a situation the, yeah so after the spurs news we're gonna do a paratichi calm take um because that <laughs> man deserves all the praise that man deserves all the praise today um, and then we're Bryce not gonna dying over there, by the way. Daniel is struggling right <laughs> now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not going to do um, an outside of Tottenham segment uh, because there hasn't been any outside of Tottenham football. There, we're in preseason. There's no football going on right now. When the season starts again, we'll start doing that again. But um, let's get straight into the meme of the week, and we have a pretty funny one today. Uh, this is Levy giving Paratici our back line. Does not work, but could be. Uh, I have a comment. Does not work, but could be fun to fix. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. I love that. Yeah, fantastic. Sums it up that perfectly. One, yeah. That one's like that one's like Cody. That was from Cody Mac. That, oh, look, that's about right. That sounds that's, right. That, that's Cody got Mac. Cody Mac written all over it. It certainly does. He, there's not like an episode that comes up by that his meme of the week is not on here. He that he's just hilarious on it. Uh, Cody's funny so lad. funny. Yeah, his 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 page is just a meme page. A true and, meme lord. Yeah, true meme lord. All right, but let's get into the biggest news of the day because there has been another signing in the Tottenham Hotspur book. Let's check this one off our list. Brian Gill, Little Cruyff, has signed for Tottenham Hotspur till twenty twenty six, I believe. 
Um, so it, it's going to be an interesting one. I want to see his future. I am so, so excited for next season. I haven't been this excited for a transfer since Gareth Bale. That's, wow. that's, the, level, that's the level of this. I mean, the thing is, I've been watching him. I've been watching him, and he's so silky with that ball. Like, watch his highlights. He just, like, he makes people for fun. He makes people for fun. But, uh, Brian, what did you take on, uh, on Brian Gill? I th- I'm, I'm going to guess you're asking Brian one first since I'm first in line and uh, yeah. I'm Brian one. So it's, um, I am going to, I am going to, I'm going to correct you a little bit. It's Brian Hill uh, as, as he's been, as he's Spanish, but I mean, Gil Hill, whatever it's close enough. Um, yeah. But he uh, I'm excited, right? So we, we, we did our podcast earlier today. I do think this is, he's a wonderful player. I think there's a lot to be excited about and I understand why you, you're as excited as you are, but I do want to, I do want to, pull that 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 excitement back to some extent he's 20 years old uh he's a very young player so we haven't seen a ton of him at the highest level yet um it we this is a purchase on potential and an opportunity to from my perspective cycle the squad lamella has been with us for seven plus years it's it was time for him to move on and this was a, a way to shift him in a positive way and to bring in a player for the future um do i see him playing in that Eric Lamella position for this season? Uh, I don't. I actually don't think he will. I don't think you'll see him start for Spurs immediately, um, at least in the Premier League. I do think you'll see him in the in the Conference League. I do th- think you'll see him in the um, in, in 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 in, a, in other uh, cl- um, uh, cup tournaments. But I don't think you're going to see him play in a in a regular role immediately. It's going to take a bit of time. But I I am also. Uh, very excited uh, for him as a player. I think he's a wonderful player. I've watched some of those YouTube videos, which are always a little bit, um, you know, overdone because you don't see the bad things they do. You don't see the time when they run the ball, like they don't, they'll pull a lamella and run into four or five players and do nothing with the ball. Um, he also struggles a little bit with his other foot. Um, and that's a bit of a, a bit of an issue again, but he's young. So he's, a, he's, he's a player to, to be developed. Um, and I'm excited about it, but I'm not going to get overly excited about what's going to happen with him next season. Having said that to sort of counter my own position, I thought that about Deli Alley and that was the opposite. Deli Alley came in and got, got the job done immediately. Now he's crap. So, um, who knows what's going to happen, but, uh, but I, I am excited that, that things are happening at Spurs at the moment. And I think, I think it's a smart transfer. And I think it's a smart thing to get Lamella out. And I'm looking forward to seeing him play uh, in a Spurs shirt. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But another thing I have to say about Lamella, um, I know the quality was not there with him, but the passion was. Oh, absolutely. Loved the him to death. Would, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, the the tweet that he put out today was phenomenal. You know, bring, brings tears to your Wonderful eyes. Stuff. Stuff. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. All the, yeah. all, the, all the great moments that he brought us, like that Raboner. I liked his I liked his uh, beep housery. Um, I'm waiting for the first yeah. ten minutes to get Marcia. past. I did not swear, Marcia. folks. But yeah, I I, I like that. I liked his passion, his energy, and that's the 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 madness that he he wreaked havoc against players and uh, and, and opposition. I love that. That's one of my favorite things about Lamella. Yeah, one of my favorite moments with him was the that game in Old Trafford where uh, Martial. Uh, he he yeah. he gave a hug to Martial and then Martial decided to slap him in the face. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Brian Brian D- Diggle, what are your thoughts on Brian Gill? And are you excited? <laughs> so um, first of all, I say it's just typical that when I'm boycotting all Spurs products, uh, that we buy a player with the name Brian on the back. Because if that's not for me and Brian, it's with, yeah. it's with a Y, Brian. Don't worry. I know, I know, but <laughs> I'll do it the right way. I'll put my name there and there we go. So either way, um, listen. <clears throat> 
Uh, I'm excited by the signing. I don't understand the signing though one bit. We 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 need central defenders. We need a right uh, a right uh, winger. We need a backup for Kane or replacement. Either way you look at it, and we've gone and bought uh, a left winger. Now with the Sergei Rekulon deal, apparently when we got him, it was we won't get a left back. We won't get a left back. We won't unless it was him, and then he became available and we got him. I don't think this was the case with Gil. Now, we keep buying lumps of coal. I say it's, it. It's Hill, by the way. Let's just. Gil. Hill. Hill. It's Hill. Hill. Listen, Hill. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Right. You got to get a little bit of that phlegm in your throat. You know, you got to yeah. like. It's, it's the Spanish yeah. phlegm, but you got to get it. Let's get it right, folks. Come on. We're a professional <laughs> podcast here. Okay. Yeah, let's he's it. got it. Daniel's got it. Let's just say Brian. It's going to be easier for me to get that name right. BG. So, you can call him BG if you want. So, uh. Brian's so, on the back of the shirt anyway, so you can, yeah, Brian is That's fine. true. That's true, Kieran. That's so, exactly true. So there we go. So, I mean, I, I I think, again, we've bought a lump of coal, hoping we can turn it into a diamond. We need to get a few diamonds. I am excited. Um, I will say I, I'm, I wouldn't say disappointed, but I'm upset to see Lamella go. Whether you love him or hate him, the one thing you cannot, go, you can never deny is whenever he came on, if the team was down, you know he was going to literally, or if he was on from the beginning, he always give you 150%. He would run through a brick wall and he would die badge. for that badge. He would literally, if you ever want to find a player that embodies what playing for the badge means, you have to look no further than Eric Lamella. Um, yep. Sad to see him go, but <clears throat> happy he's going to Spain where he'll settle in immediately because obviously the language is not going to be an issue or anything like that. So he can... Um, and I just wish him and his family the best in everything they do. And just thank you for your service. But but with Brian, uh, the proof will be in the pudding. I'm excited, but uh, I don't get the I don't get the signing. It's a fair shout. Uh, I, perhaps Daniel's uh, frozen up, so I'll, yeah, we'll, I uh, we had. we'll roll. We'll roll on, uh, and uh, he can uh, he can pop back in again. Uh, Kieran, uh, what are your thoughts on on the, the signing and Lamella going the other way? You know, how do you feel about it? Is, is it something that uh, you got as excited about? I know Daniel was super excited. I think a lot of players are right, or a lot of uh, fans are. It's like sort of the re the immediate reaction is to is to have that response because we're bringing somebody in and a player who's been with us for a long time who's arguably over cities welcome to spend despite how much we like him he's moved on how, how do you how do you feel about the, the 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 transfer going both directions well honestly before i say anything about brian hill brian <laughs> there you go that's a pronunciation <laughs> well um, done sir well done sir i just want to say always take lamella with you uh, yeah. everywhere yeah. you go yeah. always, always take lamella with you love yep. that uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I've been one of the critics of Eric Lamella over the last few years, as most Spurs fans probably have. Um, but I agree with you, Brian. I love his bleep housery. I, lo I love just his Argentinian fight and flavor. I'm a big fan of Argentinian football and, and, and the, the style of football and the passion, passion with which they play the passion. game. And they're just hard-nosed and, the, and they fight. And, and they get stuck in, and that's that's what Eric Lamella always was. And I think he was even a step beyond that. I mean, he's been called the Prince of Darkness. I mean, he's been t he's been called all sorts of things. But Coco was, according to players who trained with him on the pitch, 
an absolute madman. He was just looking to fight somebody all the time, and you need that. At his the, own at teammates high... too, right? Like exactly, just, just his own care. The academy kids care. were terrified of him. Yeah, I love they, that. They said he would just walk around with this crazy look in his eye, you know. <laughs> and 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 you need a guy like that when you're at the top level of professional football. You need a real enforcer. We need more of them. Arguably, absolutely. Especially now that we're down one of the. You know, just most famous one. enforcers in world football. I mean, I think, especially from an, a forward position, you know, it, 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 he's just. I, I mean, he, he obviously injuries really, really hampered his career. Um, that and, hip, that hip. Yeah, especially. Um, he's also perhaps the most one-footed uh, footballer to ever play in the Premier League. Yeah, but 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 <clears throat> because of that, he also brought moments of greatness. With his Rabonas, whether they be beautiful passes or the amazing goals, I mean, and I no, none of us will ever forget that goal against Arsenal. What a sign off! What a what a way to say thank you and good night uh, to Tottenham Hotspur from Eric Lamella. And you know, it was a losing effort, but you know, anytime you can you can insult the scum in their own backyard like that, it's 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 a beautiful Glorious. memory to Glorious. treasure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you, Eric Lamella. Thank you for your service. Um, and good luck to you and your family in the future. But Brian Hill, I didn't get quite enough flip. That was now. good, though. That was still good. <laughs> still good. I didn't get quite enough flip. No, um, as for him, he, he seems like a really promising talent. Um, like everybody said, he's just saucy. Just saucy on the ball. I mean, incredible touch, close control, quick feet. Uh, beats a player on the dribble, takes on man after man, and and he's just yeah, he he is the real deal, a true a true Spanish dribbler. You know, he he's really exciting. I think that I, I think there's a lot of pessimism around him from a lot of Spurs fans, and I mean, you know, fair enough, you haven't seen him play, but. I mean, you just look at the numbers. The numbers are very impressive for a 20-year-old playing in La Liga against, you know, granted it's not the Premier League, but there's still some of the best players in the world playing in that league and two of the greatest clubs throughout European football history in that league. So, you know, you, I wouldn't I wouldn't push it down too much. Obviously, the Premier League is different, and we know that, and he'll have to learn and adjust, but he's 20. He's a prospect. We got a guy who had been here a long time, a good move away, and then we brought in one of the highest-rated prospects in Spain. Some people say that he's third only behind uh, Pedri at Barcelona and Ansu Fati. So th that's that's what you know. I've I've read from certain Spanish football pundits. I think he's got a lot of promise, and I think we need to give him a chance. And uh, Brian Daigle, for as for what you said about. You know, we need center backs. We need this. We need that. This is how Paratici does it. You know, it's it's a scattergun approach. And that doesn't mean just, you know, multiple players negotiating deals up until the line, completing personal terms with multiple players in the same position. It means players in all positions. And he's also the kind of guy who doesn't just fill needs, but he goes out and he finds that raw talent who is – in an advantageous position for us to acquire them and he'll go after them. I mean, that's what he did at Juventus. I think that the defenders are coming. I think the reason we see he'll a player that we might not necessarily need coming right now 
is because the deal just completed faster than the other ones. It's opportunity, it's, right, Karen? Like, exactly. Op- and, 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 you know, we need a center back. We know that. But also every other club in Europe knows that. Every other club with a decent center back who could favor a move to Tottenham knows that we're likely to come knocking. And when we do, they're going to turn the screw on us and trying to get as much as they can. I mean, that's exactly what's happening right now with our negotiations for Christian Romero in Atalanta. But yeah, yeah, in general, thank you, Eric Lamella. And I'm excited to see what Brian Heal can bring us in the future. Yeah, I just want to read up this stat from La Liga chances created from the last two seasons, 2019 to 2021. Um, Brian Gill is number one on top of Lionel Messi and Luka Modric. So definitely should not be overlooked. Um, I just want to say sorry for the internet um, issues. Um, and there's, there's like something going on. I think my dad was watching like a game of downstairs or something. Happy um, to help. With, happy to help if we lose you fella. So no. right. perfect. Perfect. But um, I don't know if Eugene, you said anything about Brian Hill. Oh, what are your thoughts on Brian Hill? Hadn't got to Eugene yet. You, uh, we, yeah. we got to Kieran and Eugene was next. Okay, yeah, for me, it's, uh, the excitement is like deja vu again. Uh, that's what Levy does. And, you know, prolong all the signings and bring it all down more or less to the last month or last two, three weeks of the transfer window. And when one or two players come in, we get, woo, excited, right? Uh, so, like I said, I've already had the Levy brand vaccine, right? So, for me, it's that <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm excited to a certain extent. Like, okay, we've got a young, talented player, right? Like uh, Brian uh, D says, a lump of coal to be turned into a diamond, okay? And actually, I'm more happy to see Lamella go the other way. And it's not to say no disrespect to Lamella, but I mean, based on what we have in our track record of not getting rid of our overextended players in the club. So Lamella going on to the other way and getting this deal done by Paratici, Paratici is more or less what I guess uh, I see is the budget that Paratici has been given and he has to throw in players to get players. So that's uh, one big up to Paratici. On the sense of uh, Mr. Salva Tiare, his full name is uh, Brian Hill Salva Tiare. So that's why maybe that's why he doesn't use that name <laughs> on the back, <laughs> Salvatiare. Uh, I think uh, we'll have to give him a chance, correct? We can't just write him off. Uh, and of course, he's still young, 20 by the time he comes to 20, play versus 20. 20, yeah. like bang on he's 20. 20. Yeah, he's bang on 20. So uh, I don't think he'll just slot into the first team. I think Nuno might will have to give him a chance in the Cups. Uh, so let's see how well he does there and maybe he'll progress back into the team as whether a left winger or maybe he could be transformed into a more of a, a center midfielder or maybe a creative midfielder, right? So let's see how it goes. And when you're young, if you play with one foot and let's hope he doesn't turn out to be another Eric, uh, maybe he'll be putting more training to his right to get some results out of there. And for Eric going to the Sevilla side, uh, thank you. Eric, for all this time, yes, you had the passion, you had a fire, but you had a lot of time on the medics table too. So uh, it's too always, much time uh, on the medics table, right? Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the the meme. Oh. Was lying on the on 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 the uh, in the medical uh, on the medical table, but uh, at too least much. at least we did get 
something out of it. So maybe his value was more or less, let's say, in around 15 to 20 million euros to maybe 25 million euros to write it off. Uh, and don't be surprised, right? Lamela goes to Sevilla and he'll win something there. Oh, yeah. His style play. His style uh, play suits, suits Spain in uh, Italy, though, and we we it's just it just suits him. Like Copa del Rey, there are. I mean, next yeah. year for you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not, it's gonna be a non-issue for them. We saw how good he was before he came to the Premier League, and then we saw how the Premier League did not suit him at all, and that was yeah. relatively obvious. And of course, he got injured so much, and that. Is arguably also being part of the Premier League because it's such a physical, physical league. So yeah, it's unfortunate, um, but I think he, I think he'll do really well, uh, and he probably win a trophy like every other player who leaves Tottenham at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I have to say about him is that um, I think when you're a winger, you should be able to play on both sides. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys agree on, with me on this. Uh, personally, I'm a winger. I'm a winger as well, and when I play, I play on the both sides because either let's say you say that he's weak on his right. So you can't cross the ball. But if you're on your the right side, then you could cut in and shoot. Now if you're on the left, you can cross. If you're both if you're good with both feet, then even better. But in my opinion, I don't think that I think you should be able to play on the right. Yeah. Uh, Daniel, if you can't if you're a defender and you know a player only is going to be able to use the one side of their feet, the foot, you're going to push them to where you want them to go. And it's going to be easy to manage as the defender on that side, whatever side you're on. So it's a no brainer, right? So a two-footer like Sonny is makes it really difficult because he can he can shift, he can move, he can go, I'm gonna cut inside, hit my right foot from the top of the 18, or I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you on the left and pop it inside and, and, and either set somebody else up or, or hit it on the short side. That's that's what a, a, a full player needs to be able to do. And I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping that uh um that that Yul will be able to will be able to pull that off. Uh, and he is 20, he's young, he's he's in a position to work with a guy like um, Sonny on on that side of the pitch, which I do think he'll. He don't think he's going to start for Spurs. I think he's probably going to fill in for Sonny when Sonny, because Sonny played way too many games in the last three seasons. He's the perfect player to come in and 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 fill in for him and learn from him and become the new left sided forward that we need uh and, and and really really uh grow his game and, and and get good at doing both of those things on on his right foot or his left foot um i don't think this idea that oh he's going to fill in for lamella on the right is, is is correct i think that's i think that's you're sort of missing the point of recognizing that you, you bought a player not necessarily to replace a player that we're getting rid of but you bought a player to to fit into a squad that we're going to need in other in other uh, positions, and uh, I think he I think he's a good purchase for that. Sorry, sorry, Daniel, go ahead. There's some breaking news. Rambling. Oh, breaking news. Uh, so Chris Wheeler, um, not sure. I'm pretty sure he's pretty reliable. Jared's face. Kian Trippier. Kieran Trippier wants yeah. wants to return to the Premier League, but to Manchester United. Oh well. Yeah, apparently that, that's, that's been on the cards. Is it? Apparently, no. I, I apparently it's in very, very advanced talks right now. It's, I it, guess. I guess it's, it's, it's been on the cards. I mean, I was on it when we let's were. Let's go talking. get one Basaka. I was going to say I, instead I mean, of one Basaka, yeah, we'll take one. We'll take one. one we'll take one yeah. in a second over freaking. Yeah, uh, we said yeah. freaking by the way. Did you notice that? Uh, we'll yes. take one Basaka over over uh, everyone in a right back position in in, yeah. a, mo in a second. This uh, this had no been on the cards for a while though. I was on a show. I was in on Jinty's show, not this Friday, gone the Friday, or so whatever whatever it was. 
and we're talking about the p- potential Man U squad and should they be challenging for the league if it all goes through. Kieran Trippier, we should never have let him go. No, nah, that's a ever. big mistake. I agree. Big mistake. Big, 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 big mistake. But he didn't yeah, want to stay also. Well, no, was well, also I mean, he, he, he came back from the World Cup as well and he should have had an uh, operation. He was living off injections to get through the pain to play for us because we didn't have... like a whole step. season for, in that. like he, Exactly. And he's got a, seen... Go on, Kit. Go on, Daniel. No, I, I, what I was going to say is that I don't believe that he wanted to leave because that was our that was our right after Champions League finalist squad. Yep. He recognized, though, the same as Posh did, that the, a revamp needed to happen and yeah. that it wasn't looking like it yeah. was going to. And so from his perspective, yeah. and I'm just guessing here, but it's likely, and I'm sure it's likely with any player who left when they decided to leave, is that they, they the opportunity to leave was better than the opportunity to stay based on the lack yeah. of ambition from our, our yeah, Brian's favorite person. So, so yeah, so exactly. So, I just got to say, just before, because this is getting dangerously close to me going on a rant, I just want to flip it. And uh, just on a nice side, I want to say what a great way that Tottenham actually announced it today. I don't know if you saw the Twitter thread when uh, Sergio Regulon put arms at Spurs. That was lovely. Announced was lovely. it already with the Spanish flag. And then they said, gracias, agent uh, Sergio. And then they yeah. announced, I think, I think that. And the, the, and the Lame- Lamella's response to that as well, and his in yeah. his post was beautiful as well. Like yeah. what he said about the club and and wearing the shirt, and yeah, it was it was. Uh, I think that's the thing. Like it's so easy for us to get uh, bogged down with the with the negativity and the frustration with what it is to be a Spurs fan recently. That when we do get these little sort of nuggets, right? Which is a you know this is arguably a nugget. You know, Lamella even going the other way, a player we loved, but going somewhere and then leaving in the right way, saying the right things, and then bringing in a player with so much potential to do the things in the right way with the quality that we're looking for. All of these things are nice. Can we just enjoy it? You know? That's what I'm saying. Hop on the hype train with me. Uh, I would say hype train. I would say hype train. You're going a little too far there, but enjoy it. Enjoy the moments that are nice, and then also be realistic. Sorry, Karen. I ruined ruined it for you. (laughs) Listen, man. We've been too cynical, too sad, too depressed for too long. I'm ready to hop on the hype train. I feel you. I feel you. I see. I am a man who prefers instant gratification <laughs> you know i'm, I'm just gonna get on hey, we don't need to hear now. about this this is a family podcast okay? and then i can deal with the pain of when spurs let me down later <laughs> yeah that's give totally me another fair. maybe maybe after another 10 years supporting the club i don't know if i'll be the same way but you know I, I, yeah you're 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 a young lad you're a young lad i can tell yeah. so uh, you're, you're, just, you you're, you're, new, you're new to the madness yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're new to the madness you, guys you know see- did you guys see that um that TikTok that the Tottenham for official page put um it, and a little bit of a funny side about the Dom Toretto thing? No, I, I I don't I don't have TikTok. I refuse to get it. I, I don't have it either, but I saw. You like, can still see it on Facebook. People um, post post those yeah, things okay, on yeah, other. Yeah, that's, well, that's well, then I, I haven't saw. seen it. I haven't seen it either, though. So no, I don't know what you're talking about. It is it's pretty. Do you guys know the Dom Toretto thing? Yeah, like the guy Fast and Furious is in Vin yeah. Diesel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, the from meme that um about the family thing. Like, oh Eugene, yeah, the, the meme. Yeah, yeah, Eugene, you and I are yeah. aging ourselves. Neither of us know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what's going on. And then so they, the made, they made a thing. They made a thing of the, about the um, about that North London derby penalty save from Aubameyang. Oh right. yeah, right, right, okay. And then it was like um, Aubameyang was going to take the penalty, and then he was like. Um, 
I want to, I want to score from, from, and um, Larissa's like, I want to make my family proud. And then, um, it's, it's just a weird thing. Like right oh, now, I no honestly way. don't know where I it came from. I did see this. Oh, and yeah. Obama Yang turns into Vin Diesel and it's like, yeah. family, like, nothing's more important than family. And then he misses and then he's, it. Yeah. And then he misses it. You guys yeah, really that's really funny. It's hard to explain. It, like, that's really gold. Yeah. You know what? Next time, know. next time, it, it could, if you can bring it up so we can watch it. I know that maybe not now, but, um, yeah, you don't want to get a copyright I, strike, though. I don't yeah, know that I tried doing that last time. That oh, did you? Are 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 those types of things copyright strikes if somebody else has already ripped off the copyright? I don't know. So it's, it's not worth the risk. Maybe not yeah. worth the risk. Yeah, I'll check uh, it out. I'll check it out. A, <laughs> I just wanted to stay on. A... I just wanted to go back real quick to the Kieran Trippier thing, though, and I just yeah. wanted to stay on that. It, it's obvious you touched on it, um, Brian Ireland, that. Um, Trippier could sense what was happening after the Champions League final. And I think in retrospect, it's pretty clear that there were a few players who were yeah. of the same mind. It was Trippier, it was Danny Rose, and probably Toby Aldevar. Even Deli Alley, as much as we, we struggle with Erickson as well. Definitely yeah. Christian Erickson. Harry and Kane. So, yeah, yeah. But like... And, 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 you know, they all dealt with it in different ways. But yeah, the guys who exactly. clearly wanted out, I mean, Trippier wanted out, Rose wanted out, um, you know. And, and all how the you sign a wanted, deal. Yeah, all the Virals <laughs> wanted out as well, but he was going to sign a contract. He, he decided to sign a contract once uh, Mourinho Jose, was appointed. Yeah, Jose Mourinho. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I, I just think that he was a part of that. I think – that's why he had to go. You can't keep players who don't want to be there, even if it's the club's fault, in which case it was. But uh, And by the club, I'm talking about that specific person. I'm just trying not to uh, trigger Brian Daigle over here. So <laughs> we can keep it moving. It's difficult <laughs> time. He's already gone off tonight, so maybe we can... Uh... Yeah, I kind of went off on the Irish Hotspurs channel. So I, I, I'm um, glad he go on for a... Uh... And, he, and he's got to save himself for Friday, so maybe yeah. he'll maybe he'll hold back a touch. I'll try, okay, I'll try gotcha. to refrain. I'll try building, to refrain. building his chi, you know. He's yeah, exactly, exactly. The energy yeah, of... yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Dow yeah. of Brian. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, we'll see. Trippier will definitely strengthen that Man U side. And hey, maybe if they they're bringing in Trippier to start it right back, let's go scoop Juan Bissaka for him. They bought yeah. Juan Bissaka so. for fifty million after one season at Crystal Palace. I highly, highly doubt it's a depth, it's, a... it's a depth thing, if anything. And I think if they're going to want to challenge, Brian. Sorry to interrupt, Brian. You go ahead. Uh, I apologize. No, no, I was just about to say, I highly doubt we will stump up the money for Juan Bissaka. In the transfer fee alone, let alone whatever wages on at Manchester United. Yeah, so and it, it, it's why they're it's why they're doing I, it, right? They're doing it because they want to challenge, and if they want to challenge, they have to have really good players in each position, which we all know is true. You know, we uh, Spurs well, we have struggled from one person. Spurs have struggled to get struggled to get to that position where they've had the best players in every position. We've had a really good eleven, sometimes with a little bit of depth, but never really where we need to be to challenge. Um, and, and that was obvious as soon as one player got injured, we didn't, we didn't have the, uh, the means to, to deal with it. So I think a, a United side with the money that they have and the, who they are as a club, bringing in Trippier and bringing in uh, Varane, who they've just brought in, um, and, 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 and the, the defense that they're building, if they do do that, uh, <sighs> Sorry, I, I hate to say it, but um, they, it, with a defensive midfielder, with a really good defensive midfielder, uh, I hate talking about United because I do a podcast with two United uh, 
do a YouTube channel to to United fans and they drive me crazy. But um, you bring in a Varane and a, and a, a Trippier in that position and a, and a good solid uh, a defensive midfielder, which is what they're missing, then they are going to challenge. Uh, and that is that is the reality of the situation. Definitely. That imagine, I mean, a lot of teams are growing. To Like next season, there's quite a lot of teams that you could look at that might be in a title race. Mad yeah. City, they've just come off winning the title. Uh, Manchester United, Chelsea. Um, Liverpool finished third, Daniel, with with a, a season where they had like their biggest players injured for like two thirds of it. And they still yeah. finished third at the end of it. Liverpool should not be written off. I know we're going off on a bit of a tangent here, but how do Spurs fit into that situation where you've had all these teams who have the quality and the depth and the money to, to I, put themselves in a position to, 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 to compete for that top four Spurs will be lucky to get in in, in, in top six. I think the, the big six is looking promising next season. Except to for be, Arsenal. To be mm -hmm. totally honest, I think that some of these teams, I don't know, I, I think last season was just a really strange season. Um, yeah. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. I mean, obviously Liverpool had their injury crisis, and I understand they'll have uh, Van Dijk back and a lot of these players back, but you also have to look at that Liber Liverpool squad, and they're an aging squad. They've m Most of their starting 11 are over 30, or, thir or, or at least uh, 29 years old. So, I mean, they're an aging squad. Um, I haven't seen a whole lot of promising youth coming up at Liverpool. I think that's kind of a uh, that that's kind of a, a a thing that you should look at in terms of gauging how good they can be. Um, I think that I think honestly, I think the the if I going into the season, especially if they pull off the all in uh, signing. I think Chelsea are the favorites, and that makes me sick to my stomach. Do, do you um, think they? Do you think they will though, Kieran? Because I don't. I don't, I don't think they will. I don't think any team in the Premier League is going to pull off a signing across the board that's over a hundred million pounds. I just don't right. think. Even even that's even cheap. Would... That's even cheap for both of those players. If it's Holland or if it's Harry Kane, that's way more, way less money than they're valued at. What team is going to do that? Manchester City is struggling. They've got some financial situations that uh, right now are, are a massive problem. Do you see? Does anybody see them spending? They've their what is their um their record signing was sixty five million. Yeah. For a, yeah. for a defender, do you see yeah. them spending a hundred and sixty million? Like add a hundred million all of a sudden? That's there what they're going to do. No way. Only, there is only one team. No way. And not even just in the Premier League, but in all of Period. Europe that I that I see could spend for Holland, and that's Chelsea. They're the only ones who can do it. I don't, they don't even have think they financial can... issues because listen, financial fair play is non-existent. It's non-existent. I, I agree. I understand I agree. they're going after Man City for all these things, and 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 I'm sure there will be like a two-window transfer ban that after the first window will be you know let go on good behavior or whatever. Some bull crap. This is UEFA. We know what we're dealing. Yeah, with. Yeah, they don't they're have all, it. They don't have any any. But uh, yeah, for MCT, I don't but... think it's UEFA is the problem. It's the Premier League. I think yeah, under that, UEFA, they, they, they passed the UEFA hurdle. It was the Premier League who was pressing for more information and the Premier League going after MCT, not UEFA, yeah. you see. Oh, so because uh, MCT passed the CAS <clears throat> and it's gone back to our local, I mean, the UK local legal system and the Premier League is pushing for all this. And I guess behind the Premier League, right, it must be the other 19 teams who are in the Premier League. 
uh, putting the fingers at MCT. Is that where <laughs> the, uh, Eugene is? Eugene, is that where they stand now? Is that what you're saying? Is that that what's happening with Manchester City? It seems to me like this has just come up for me. I did a, a podcast uh, a few days ago, and I was like, well, I didn't know this was happening. Are Man City in trouble to some extent with they, the, with no, the Premier League? I is, think it's it's more like a whistleblower thing. You see, is that okay? The, it's a whistleblower thing to a certain extent. Is because uh, when MCT got their CAS to override the UEFA over the financial fair play thing, right? I knew all that, of, but what's happening yeah, now? But there was a lot of suppressed information, right? Not allowed to be released. So somebody right. in the UK, I think from the Premier League side, pressed on with the British courts to get it released. And okay. now somehow or another, the British courts of appeal or something like that, with three uh, justices, has allowed the information to be released. And once all this information has been released, right? Yeah. So that means there's a lot of cover up going on. So yeah. that's yeah. the action being taken against MCT. So MCT will have the only my fear for MCT now is right. They will get a tra uh, transfer ban, two or three, three, three windows. They might have to rush the signing of Kane. That's where the money might come in. For all you know, they might throw up two hundred million. Because don't forget, this season, no mm. financial fair play. Yeah, and that's the yeah, thing. That's a I good saying. shout. I didn't even <laughs> think about that actually. And yeah. if you, so if you think in that way, right? They might bring out three hundred million just to get Grealish, Kane, and just they've never they've there. never done this before though. You know, like, it, it, not, it doesn't you, suit their model. Why you get Bantry? You get Bantry. Yeah, transfer windows. Yeah, sorry. If you get Bantry three transfer windows, right? That's where you save the money from. That's all. Yep. I know. I know. That that seems simple. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. But Brian, that that seems simple, but like to get the job to get that uh, transfer across the line before the end of the transfer window was, which is what, what, what are we on now? It's, uh, it's end of it's, August. It's a, it's a month away. To get that across the line in a month is not the same as what it would have been previously when you're dealing with a transfer window where you have two months and you can develop the transfer and you can kind of work with the other team to figure out how it's all going to go. That isn't really functional in this situation it's not the same thing as like ah just get it all done and throw the money at it both clubs have to agree there's a ton of detail in that it's not simple i just think that um i think that it's crazy i, I don't think you're going to see Halongo or harry kane go in this transfer window and i've been saying that from the beginning i think they'll both go if they go <clears throat> next season Brian, go ahead buddy yeah, yeah, sorry no, I, 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 sorry sorry uh daniel for me like running the show at the moment habits habits i have to say what i have to say is we've, uh, i'm with you gene on this completely because what could happen if it, basically Harry Kane's going to uh, uh, agree to personal terms at Manchester City if they come. If, if it's reportedly 400,000, he's not going to go, oh, yeah, let me think about it. That's done. It's about getting the money down. You've got to remember, if Man City do, like Eugene said, I mean, it just came to my head now, if they do get a three transfer window ban and they need to act now, you've got to remember, next summer, Haaland's release clause comes out, becomes 70, available. 70 or whatever, yeah. And if Man City can't get him, they're going to need to get someone that they can get now harland let's 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 get this right harland is bound for manchester city because of the link with his father he's, he's not though he's a he's a manchester That's city brave. fan not with style of play he, at all not at all with style of play he's not, a, he's not a he's not a pet player think, he's not a pet I player the only person that will go for him now you should go to chelsea have, if he's going to play well, that no, this is where i was going to chelsea have chelsea makes sense and if if a man city get kane they, they, Chelsea know they have to pull their finger out and do something big, and they will say, right, Roman Abramovich will get that checkbook out, say, here's the blank check, give them the number, I'll sign it, bang. But yeah. if, if not going to happen this summer, mate. If, but no, if Eugene is right, 
and they do get a three, three, let's say a three-window transfer ban to kick in at the end of this one, Man City will go hell for leather to get Kane over the line. Hell for leather. End of. I don't yeah. think they will. I just, I, 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 I kind of agree with Brian Ireland here in the sense that I, I, I just Stop don't think that. they can. I don't. Well, hold on. I don't think they can get the Kane. I don't think Man City can get the Kane transfer over the line. I, love I think you, it's. I think it's just reached the point now where Levy has just got his 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 underpants pulled all the way up over his head, just totally shut down. There is no negotiating. He is not going to let this happen. I don't think it's I think it's beyond just money for him at this point. I think it's his ego that's playing into this. And I think that's the real um, massive wall in, in between. Man Karen, Karen, the other obvious wall, the other of starting to interrupt, but the other but obvious if you're talking wall. 250 million pounds. No, no, but, ego but, will be gone. but 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 <laughs> no, no team is going to play 250 million pounds for a player right now at all. It's just not going to happen, especially just, not a 28 year old. You're not, problems. you're not, they're not going to come in for, for Harry Kane in that Harry Kane, the, the power is with Spurs. Let's be yes. honest. Three years left in the contract. He signed a six year deal three years ago. It's it literally comes down to uh, to to Levy saying, "Look, this isn't going to happen this season. Everything that's gone on with the world, with p the pandemic and the, the transfer window, and the amount of money that people are chucking about, it just isn't going to happen, mate. You have to recognize that you signed a contract. You said you were going to do this for this period of time. Now, his get, he gets more power to, power as it goes on, of course, as he as the the transfer uh, or sorry, as the, the the contract shortens, as it gets to two years to one year, certainly then Levy's got to go." Do I want to do I want to cash in? But at this point, right now, he does not have to cash in at all, and he won't. He's and, not going to cash in. And Guaranteed. the only and and the other side of this coin where I do disagree with you, Brian Ireland. Oh, um, I love it. Is, oh, is, is, is that I believe there Chelsea is going to do everything they can. I don't know if they'll make it happen, but they'll do everything they can to get Erling Holland. They need a striker. They need a world class striker. If they bring him in, Dortmund are is, Dortmund are the same right now, though. That's Karen. the Premier League done. It's if they bring him in, it's signed, sealed, okay, delivered. Dortmund Chelsea are the same the right now with Holland. That's the thing. No, okay. not going Chelsea are the only no. Chelsea are the only club in the in, in all of Europe who could afford to put two hundred million on the table and take Holland from Dortmund right now. Next guys, summer, guys, the maximum that Dortmund can get from his sale is seventy-five million, which is yeah, his release. By the buyout clause. clause, yeah, yeah. And and, and no, but guys, when that what, happens, what, there no. can I just real quick, when the yeah. when if it gets to this summer and his release clause is, is triggered by multiple clubs, there will be a bidding war for his wages. He's already said he wants his wages to start minimum. Raiola, you know. Six hundred thousand a week. Six hundred thousand a week. Are you, we could be talking about the first player in European history to earn a million a week in wages? That's how ridiculous uh, Messi does this that. Is yeah, Messi's already done that. that. But, but oh, okay. uh, yeah. yeah, Messi. Yeah. 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 Messi yeah. about okay, guys. His, his guys, right. okay. Take time off and think about this, right? I gotta step out for a sec, guys. I'll be back. All right. Okay. If MCT right is willing to fork out. A minimum of 150 to 200 million, right? And all of a sudden, if their attention changes to Haaland instead of Kane, then that will be the big problem. Because if they do that, right, Chelsea will refocus their their focus back on Kane. Yeah, but Kane won't leave us for Chelsea. <clears throat> he won't. Oh, no, you won't never know. 
I do. I mean, I think that but even okay. if Levy no, wanted say, to take say, the money. Let's not say Kane goes to Chelsea. What about what about Kane goes to MU then? I don't yeah, think I don't they can afford him. I don't yeah. think they can afford him. I think they're spending a lot of money already. Yeah. And but of course, all this is what we call speculation. Uh, in the yeah. other day, uh, what I feel deep down inside, right? If MCT really need to have to do panic buying and they know they're going to get the transfer ban, they will sure push for the Kane deal. They will sure push for the Kane deal yeah. because I see that they're coming. But, but, yeah. but, but, but remember what uh, on, on our stream of Soham said, right? Most probably MCT will splash the money on the authorities more onto the players <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you I at yeah. the end it all if that happens and they're staring a three window band in the face and they come for kane with everything they have then it comes down to daniel levy at the end of the day it's all on him moving and, on and he, moving and he on won't be able to hide from he won't be able to hide from the media from spurs fans from anybody if he makes the decision to sell he won't be able to put it on Fabio Paratici. Everybody will know who's responsible. So, and that's the day me and Eugene will say, "We told you, we told you, we told you, we told you." Daniel, over to you, buddy. Yeah, back to Daniel. <laughs> um, the next report is actually one on um, an interesting one. Oh, uh, an interesting one because um, we've been linked to Frank Kessie. I don't know if you've really went into these. Um, rumors recently, but um, he's officially shut that rumor. Um, I'm just going to read the article. In an interview with Gazette de los Sports, um, The Sun, so not really one you should be looking too much into, but um, Tottenham Hotspur transfer target Frank Kessie reveals his future plans. The Ivory Coast International has revealed that he wants to stay at AC Milan forever, st stating that he is proud and not um, and not planning on leaving um, AC Milan. So it's really just one confirming that he doesn't want to come to Tottenham. Because honestly, I don't think it fits either both sides. Um, why would he want to leave AC Milan um, with, their, with the improvement that they're having? And why would he want to come to Tottenham? Um, not dropping down from a Champions League spot to a Conference League spot. Um, but, and, then, and then why would it make sense for us? We don't need a midfielder. We should be trying to offload midfielders. But um, what, are your, what are your guys' thoughts on this one? I'm going to go for Kieran. You could go first on this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, I'm not surprised by this at all. Um, yeah. it, I, I think it's, it's probably true he wants to stay. Um, and honestly, man, why, why would you want to leave beautiful Milan to come to Tottenham right now? I mean, it's not the best time to join. We're in the Conference League. Like, and, and you're in Milan, man. Imagine spending every day there. I don't blame him at all. I mean, he's a class player. I'm not sure if he's the player we need in our midfield. I think we need a slightly different kind of player. Um, but I think he's he's very much, you know, a good player. But, I, you know, there are other players out there. I'm not who, hard to look Kieran, I don't know enough about the player, so maybe everybody else can ask or answer as well. Who does he replace? Is it is a Sissoko replacement? Or I, where, where in the midfield does he play? It's hard to say he's a Sissoko replacement because he's so galaxies away from quality wise. Oh, yeah, quality wise <laughs> yeah. from Sissoko. I mean, right. I think I think he's just a number eight. You know, he's a box to box midfielder. He's okay. you know he's combative. He's tough. He's physical, but he can also you know arrive late and and smash in goals. Um, you know, I, I I think he's just an all around solid midfield player and. 
yeah, I, I think he'd just play in a double pivot next to Hoybier if he was to come. But I, I, I don't know. I, I think we need more. I, I, I'm not sure if he's exactly the midfield player we need. I think we need somebody who's a little more dynamic on the ball. Um, but he, 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 yeah, he's solid. He's a really good player. I mean, I, I don't have anything negative to say. Yeah, Eugene. Uh, it's another one of those, you know, we've been linked to him again and we've been linked to so many thousands of players the whole summer seat, uh, transfer window. So it's just a link. <clears throat> and of course, why can't you want to come? Like uh, Kieran is saying, a lot of players at the moment now, if they choose to come to us and if they're really in the Champions League position, right, uh, there must be something going on behind the scenes, okay? Uh, so, like I said, uh, not much interest in that because he, he already says he doesn't want to come. So uh, if it's gone, it's gone. Uh, won't be too sad about it because, like I said, we have too much in the midfield. Unless we get rid of Wings, we get rid of Sissoko, right? And who else can we get rid of in the midfield that is not performing? Uh, Deli Ali, all right? Uh, if we get rid of all those, right? Which I don't see happening. Uh, and so... Uh, not much, not much of. Uh, I don't think it's. It, it doesn't have any weight in it. No. Yeah. It doesn't have much weight in it. No. Yeah. The the Earth is 73 percent um, water, and the rest is Tottenham Hotspur transfer rumors. <laughs> oh man, you couldn't say it better than that. I don't think you need, the rest of us need to even talk about it, there, Jen. <laughs> spot on. Absolutely spot on. Brian, what, is, what are your thoughts on um, this one? Uh, I'm I'm guessing you're asking me first because I'm Brian One, so I'll uh, I'll I'll resort to what Eugene just said. <laughs> I know you hate that. No, I don't. I don't have a heck of a lot to say about this. I do think it is uh, it is sort of a paper talk scenario. Um, Spurs need very specific players in very specific situations, but we also need to get rid of certain players. Uh, I think Oliver Skip is going to be a mass have a massive. Um, role in the in the upcoming season and i think that's that player that's that eight that ability to sort of create but the, i don't know if you guys saw the pass in the um in the in the game uh, against uh culture it was just whew. i mean that's the type of stuff we need to see from an eight from a player who's going to do those things do we need to spend money on that not really he just came back from uh from a, a wonderful season at norwich and i would rather put my money into that with a player who is you know is spurs through and through but is also you know, we, we know Winks isn't good enough. Like, and, and Winks has got to go. Yes. Skip is the replacement for Winks, the obvious one. So let's get Winks out. Let's get the money for Winks and then put Skip in that position. Now, if we do need another player for Sissoko, does he replace Sissoko? I don't really think so. I think Sissoko, sort of his position and how he's played for Spurs has been a little bit more, um, you know, like fluid you know he doesn't really play that eight position sometimes plays off the right sometimes Brent, Brent, he doesn't play football i know he runs around and <laughs> Jared, i'm trying to be intellectual people. about the conversation here don't ruin my position here. i'm trying to make it fucking interesting when i know it's not sorry i swore but i'm just saying like you get rid of sissoko how do you replace him he's not the player to do it i'll leave it at that yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Karen, for like stopping. No, no, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. Just, next time, just tell me to shut up. I was, I was saying way too much for unnecessarily. So, but yeah, uh, yeah. A skip, skip replaces Winks. Sissoko's out. Find somebody else to replace that. That should be easy. Yeah. Uh, arguably, arguably, we have him in in house with John, uh, the, um, mm, the, yeah. the the young player who's been really good in preseason games, which I know are preseason games, but he's better than Sissoko already Definitely. and that wasn't hard so let's 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 use what we got in house and, and move on yeah 
Brian Diggle, what are your thoughts on that one? So, I mean, you summed it up perfectly with the transfer rumours, I think. I mean, I was going to say, listen, we're going to be linked with Buzz Lightyear soon and uh, and other people because we've gone through humans. Um, listen, um, do, you know, do you know what? Well, every time I hear the Conference League mentioned, it's like death by a thousand cuts. And every time I hear it, it's just like another little cut because we, we've got to wise up. We're talking about people that played in Champions League football. Yeah. We're talking about people that are AC Milan. And... One of the things I've said with Paratici and getting the people in at Juventus, it's a lot easier to sell Juventus Football Club. All right, Chirin may not be as beautiful and as as, as the, the, the city everyone wants to be in in London and the Premier League, but it's a lot easier to sell being in the Champions League or winning the league every single year than it is, oh, come to Tottenham, it's part of a project. We're gonna... And Ireland's completely right. We, we don't need him. We got Ollie Skip. Who Did is... you say that out loud, Bri? Ireland was right. Um, <laughs> he is right a lot of the time. A lot yeah, of the time. That's true. Um, so, um, <laughs> very well, uh, mate. <laughs> so, such humility there. Just such have it allowed. So Just have it allowed, brother. Keep going. I know. Keep going. I'll I know. shut up. I'll shut um, up. But, but yeah, um, I've completely lost my... Yeah, sure. In, it, it, it's not as easy... It's uh, a lot easier to sell than it is us. And I just don't understand, especially when you've got a player who's saying, I want to spend the rest of my life. Uh, now, we know that could mean nothing. But when a player comes out with a statement like that, it's kind of a, a non-entity. It's like, why even? I think this one's just paper talk. I've heard Liverpool have been very, very, uh, very, very uh, heavily linked with him. And I guarantee you, if Liverpool come in, he won't want to be at Milan for the rest of his life. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> True. Well, moving on. I to don't the know. Next... I don't know, Brian. I, I haven't been to Milan, but I've seen pictures, and I've also seen pictures of Liverpool. I'm. am just I've, saying. I'm just. I've saying. been to Turin. I've been to Turin. It was, <laughs> it was a lovely, lovely place. I'll just put it like that. By the way, the ice cream in Italy. I didn't know. That's a different story. Yeah. Gelato. We're, we're talking levels just, there, just, Daniel. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but um, moving on. Moving on to the next. Um, the next article, and it's one that enrages me. But at the other side, it, it gives me the the lamella. Chelsea are going to do the bus thing, the bus thing when they play us in the preseason. Now I don't know if that's after the game or before the game. So just just imagine if we beat Chelsea and then they have to lift up Champions League time. How do you think that they're going to look like? But uh, Brian Daigle, you could go. So, first. so Daniel, what they're actually doing is like when Leicester won the FA Cup. They're not doing a they are doing open top busing, but what they are doing is they're parading it at Stamford Bridge and they'll be going around the whole stadium with the cup, especially where the away fans are sitting. Um, and and parading the so Champions League within the stadium. Now. Oh, completely, completely. So yeah, we, I mean, can't wait for that, guys. That's gonna be it, well. Well, do you know what it is? This 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 is this is the thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, like um, like when we went to Leicester in the last game of the season, what did they do? Oh, we won the FA Cup on Saturday. Here we go. Look, look, look. This is that's the, that's the closest we get to trophies at the moment. Where we Being are, brother. Ground, where we are. Near the ground where they go. Here, here you go. This is what you could have won. And what? and it's where and, we are. And this is it. This is exactly where we are. Um, listen, it's a brilliant bit of mind games by Chelsea. You cannot knock it. I it, hope it burns them, though. It's oh no. Uh, see, this is the thing. I, mean, I, I went on a show on Saturday, and I, I'm not happy that these Arsenal and Chelsea friendlies are going ahead. I like because it. don't get me wrong, they're doing it for a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing, uh, a reason that Brian and I. Uh, yeah, mental health. A lot with mental health. We we've done a huge. It's very and the the organisation they're doing it for. Mind 
is one of the is yeah we talked about it on the podcast it is a huge part of what helped me get back to where i am so for that but i just would have played i'd rather have played any other two teams in the world just because <clears throat> yes it's great for the atmosphere yes it's great it's pre-season we got but they, they, there is no pre-season friendlies behind with these two teams. i know but they, brian I, I have to sorry to ch- chime in here if you don't mind i have to disagree i think it's really good to know where the squad's at if you, that if part, you, yes, Brian. But what I'm getting, it's important, is, isn't it? There, there's going to be so many two fifty. There's going to be so many, because ta- you got to remember that this ain't just a game. There is no Tottenham Arsenal two footed challenge. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, I thought I thought you wanted your nappy change. Two footed, two footed. That's why. <laughs> Sorry, I was going in for a two footed challenge. I couldn't get them in the in the in the. Yeah, oh, man, that failed miserably. Sorry, but, but yeah, so nappy, I, nappy I, was better. I, I, I'm just uh, or diaper, as we say on this side. Yes, of the pod. sorry, um, Daniel. Sorry, Daniel, but, for uh, the two yeah. Brian, two Brian's <laughs> taking over the madness. Uh, but what what, what 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 I will say is, I just don't like it because there will be some rough challenges that go in. There will be some. This ain't a friendly. This is like we're we're, we're not in preseason mode. We're in you're the enemy, you always will be, I'm going to go hell for leather. And that's what concerns me. If it had been any other two teams, wouldn't have cared. I'd been like, yeah, I'm all for it, and I'm great to get the system and see what we're like. Just not these two teams. Yeah, definitely. Um, Eugene, what are your thoughts on the Chelsea situation? Uh, the cup will be rubbing in our nose. <laughs> Again, like uh, Brian D says, Second time, Leicester did it to us once. Now, uh, that was the FA Cup. Now, the, we, they, they're going to rub the Champions League Cup at, at our nose. But like what I say is that uh, for the mind games, I think because of COVID, that's why they pulled it down to London to play it around the, the bubble of London and not bring it all over the place. Uh, like for Brian Island's side of view is that I would like to see them play stronger teams more close to the pre, uh, ending of the preseason. But there is the chances of this because of their... London, you know, we are we are big rivalries against these two clubs. Uh, let's hope the tackles don't get over, you know, the top and somebody has to get injured and not start the season and all that. But it goes both ways. <clears throat> don't forget, guys, it goes both ways. If they whack us, we whack them. And then it's just a whacking game, <laughs> right? But don't forget, the referee will still keep reminding them, please, it's a friendly. Please, it's a friendly. And we're doing this for a charity, all right? Please be Are decent, you? guys, and don't, you know, don't show the ugly side of it because yeah. this is a charity for mental health. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So I guess just... it, will be, it will be toned down to a certain extent. Which is why they had to... Oh, I can't say that. Never yeah. mind. It, it, will be toned down, it will be toned down to a certain extent. Uh, yeah. But, of course, uh, it, it will be a good test for us because we are actually, like uh, a lot of us know and feel that actually we are in a transition period now. Right, with all the new players coming in and trying to get rid of all the old players, and of course, uh, down the line, we want to see whether Kane is still involved. All right, that's the most important thing, yeah. And of course, Sony will surely be involved, but he might not be for all we know. Uh, just to see uh, whether the youngsters will be coming out, but uh, let's see how it goes, right, for the two games, yeah. Um, so oh, oh, um, Eugene left. Um, another thing is that you have. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, do you want me to read that out loud, Kieran? Oh no, uh, it's okay. It's fine. Never mind. Let's yeah. just keep. Let's keep moving. <laughs> yeah, but um, but wouldn't you guys think it would be such an amazing scene beating Chelsea and then them have to run around the stadium with the Champions League? 
No, I, I don't because like even if we win in a meaningless friendly, they, then they, they still they still they have still, the Champions League trophy. Yeah, that, that's like, true. That, that's true. But do you think they're gonna lift it up with that much emotion? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because I don't think it, I don't think it matters to them. Nothing on the line. I think, like yeah, I think I think this is the thing. These these types of games are really great, obviously, for the uh, you know for the for the charities and the things that they're good for. And they're also there's a ch uh, an opportunity for us to determine from a stamina perspective, from a fitness perspective, where are we at, where are they at, how close are we. But then also that's kind of taken away considerably when the charity part of it gets in the way of of the competition part of it. So how how much effort are, are teams going to put in? what players are going to play, how much energy they're going to put into it because it is, oh, this is a good cause. Let's focus on the cause. Is that good for what you want to do going against uh, Man City in the first game of the season uh, a week later? So it's it's a bit it's a bit of a weird one. Like it has all these different possibilities to it that it's hard to sort of determine what's good. There's a lot of good, and then there's a lot of kind of eh, it's hard to say. I think a lot of it for for Spurs is going to come down to who's come in and who's gone out. Yeah. Are what team are we going to play, and is that team going to be the team that will likely play against Man City in the first game of the season, or at least close to it? Like it might not be as perfect. You know, Harry Kane might not be there, um, but are we are we close to the structure of what it is that we're doing this season? And that's what I think should be important from both teams' perspective, from Arsenal and Chelsea, is to that like what are we what are we dealing with here? These are these are rivals. Um, you know, the Chelsea are obviously at a higher point than we are when it comes to where they are. Arsenal, obviously, just slightly lower, but very similar. Where do we stand, and how do we know where we are, where we're at as a as a team, as a club, as a um, you know, as a squad? What 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 are we going to do to determine where we're at? And and that should be for me fitness more than anything. Like and in, in, in some youth in there, like get like get some grit going. Don't don't dive in and do some stupid stuff with bad fouls, but understand who is more f further along, aware of where they are as a club, where they are as a, as a squad. Um, and I think that'll be super important to determine despite the potential for what Brian was saying of aggressive play and potential injuries. I think both teams will be really smart because they know that they've got to go into a season healthy so there'll be some careful um, decisions made, but I think the intensity of <clears throat> pressing, the intensity of ball movement, how quickly they're moving the ball, how quickly they're trying to get up the pitch. What style are we playing? What are Spurs? What are we? What are we? Are we? Uh, you know, are we going to sit deep and 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 play in a, and play in a low block? Or are we going to push forward and and press really high to try to win the ball up in their side of the pitch and and, and create something from that? So that that's what for me those two games are really important for is really determining once we have all the players or at least most of the players that we expect to be in the squad there to make that like determination. I think that that's what those two games should be about. And of course, obviously, what the charities are about is what you're incredibly important as well but I, I do think you know from a squad perspective that's how we should look at it yeah brian has to go yep guys so i've just got to quickly shoot off things out i've just got to deal with it um always a pleasure to see you kieran hopefully i see you on the two bright we will hopefully we'll see what goes on there eugene if you're available for the two brians on friday yeah welcome at, to join us at 7 p.m our time which is whatever the time it is your time <laughs> so nobody knows nobody knows there you go I know, always, <laughs> always a pleasure. Yes, Daniel, Brian. you are an absolute A1 Legend. superstar, my man. And I will speak to you really, really soon. And I will sign off by saying my favorite two words, Levy and out. out. <laughs>
Love it. Love it. Out. Sorry if I went on a rant there, guys. I just sort of had a had a moment of like how I sort of saw what could be good for the preseason where we where, where we could make the, the best use of it. And no, absolutely. A, you got that yeah. stream of consciousness going. Yeah. You just yeah, no, no. I, I, I agree with a lot of things you said. You know, I, I, I think what, what we're likely to see with these games is a first half with a stronger, you know, senior squad like the others. Yeah. Um and I think it'll be a more low energy um you know version I, I think it's gonna be more intense than you know the first half against Colchester or, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or, or Leighton Orient, of course, but you know, it's not gonna be full-on mid-season Premier League Derby Day, you know, kind of energy. Um, but I, I think the energy will definitely come in the second half because it'll essentially be, you know, a Premier League two, two game between these two these clubs. Yeah. And yeah. and you know, the youngsters they take the derbies as seriously as as the senior sometimes players. more so even Karen. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Another another um thing is a new an article came out today. Um, that Tottenham Hotspur are interested in um, Dusan Vlahovic. Um, Ooh, he's a, yes. He's striker? a striker. Yes. And it could be the rep- – yeah, we were linked to Danny Ings recently. This could be the makeup if Danny Ings is not – if he doesn't want to come to Tottenham. I don't think Danny Ings is going to come to Tottenham because of what's going on with um, the Southampton chairman and the Daniel Levy. Of course, everybody has something with Daniel Levy. Um, but- <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <clears throat> yeah. So, but yeah, it's pretty interesting because I honestly liked him. He was a he. He's a pretty good backup for um for Danny Ings. Do you guys think that it will be a plus to Danny Ings? We're talking to back Harry Kane. Um, for the for both of them to play. Do you think he'll be better than getting Danny Ings or worse than getting Danny Ings? Kieran, what are your thoughts for? Oh, first? oh, better. No question. No question. Hands down, much better. Um, he's 21 years old, so he, he's a he's a prospect. It's hard to even call him that because he's already delivering in Serie A, and I, I think he could be one for the future, but also one for right now. I, I think honestly, this guy is not talked about enough. I think Vlahovic is 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 an outstanding talent, outstanding young talent. Um, you know, so he he had he played 37 matches in Serie A last season, 21 goals and three assists, which is an absolutely fantastic attacking return, especially for from a club that's you know nowhere near the top of the Serie A hierarchy, you know, as it were. So I, I think he's just uh, he's such a player. Um, he reminds me a lot. Of Harry Kane, actually. Uh, Harry Kane, Harry Kane, a few years ago, I would yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Bef- before this sort of uh, number ten dropping deep, Harry Kane came in, but more of yeah. that finisher, like really clinical nine y- with a little bit of little more to it. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Hundred percent. 2016 Kane. Hundred he, percent. He, 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 he mirror image. I mean, because yeah. he he he's fast. He's tall. He's strong. He, yeah. he's he's good on the ball. He he's deceptive. He's deceptively quick in short distances in terms of beating a man, and he can shoot from anywhere. And I mean, you just take a look at his heat map. He gets the ball everywhere in the attacking third. It sounds it sounds so familiar, Kieran. It sounds so familiar. <laughs> it's, it is. It does. <laughs> it sounds really. like Harry Kane, right? And I I think I mean this guy could be the heir apparent. I mean he is that good. Uh, if, if 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 we're in for him, oh, if we could bring him in, it would be fantastic. He he's I I am all in on Vlavic for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. 
Uh, sorry, go ahead, Daniel. Brian Diggle with a comment <coughs> saying, um, we have screwed Southampton with Dean on Richardson, Hoiberg too. Um, two names, two name play, um, two name, name and two players two, two and Hoddle, two players and Hoddle and Poch with the managers all because of Levy. We know, <laughs> we know Levy, Levy, um, is Brian's hottest topic, but, um, what are your top, what are your thoughts on the, on the, on the link to striker, Eugene? Uh, of course, uh, uh, if we get him, we'll be what I call fantastic, right? But my question is, what is his price first? Is he above the 35 million euros, 25 million pound price? Is he in the 40 million rate he's again? So he's currently yeah. being linked to Arsenal and Juventus, so that that adds a little bit uh, of a spice to it. Yeah. So I mean, in the end of the day, to me, I see it's the price. If the price is right, or you no, know, uh, unless it's another. Paratici's uh, genius move again. He gets uh, Vlahovic with cash and another player going on the opposite side again. That's how I see it. Yeah, yeah that's how it, and it gets rid of a piece of the deadwood. Uh, how to say we might he might even be exchanged for, for Ali or you know I don't think they want wings. I <laughs> uh, love wings to go there, but uh, like I said, and then it's the price, the money, okay. And if he comes in, then it gives us more shivers because he might be the replacement for Kane. Uh, but if it's not the replacement for Kane, as a backup for Kane, he'll be brilliant. Okay? Yeah. Uh, of course, he is rated above Ings, right? Ings has got too many injuries. Uh, if yeah, Ings come true. in, he'll be the next Lamella, right? Uh, we don't want another Lamella worse, again. Worse than that, Eugene. It's worse yeah, than that. Yeah, if you worse, take a look at his injury that. history, it's it's honestly yeah. one of the worst I've ever seen. So, so we, it's, and, it's really bad. And the problem with Ings, I think that uh, he wants a six-figure uh, weekly pay now. So that's why... That will damper uh, Levy's uh, position a bit, yeah. but uh, depending how much uh, the uh, wants for his salary package, and like I said, uh, how much does the other team wants to sell him for? So I see it's in that way. But if it's coming from Italy again, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So don't forget, we've got the Don Fabio factor there. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a good show, Eugene. Good show. You can see on the, you can see on the screen his price, though, Eugene. You're 44 million yeah that's dollars or right yeah, yeah so you're talking you're talking about 80 million 80 million pound basically around maybe a little less 44 right? million dollars no i think Wait. it's about 30, 30 35 million pounds is it 35 it's, it's 40, i don't know i haven't looked at the math recently to be honest i, I should be probably way off it's 40, strange right yeah. if it's yeah. 44 we can imagine i'm in canada so i think of like double it's always double yeah. but I'm <laughs> quite quite different in the u.s yeah, if you if you, if it's forty four mil, we can imagine what Levy's gonna offer. Um, but um, Kieran, what are your thoughts well, on? Well, that, that's that's the great thing though is that it's not Levy making the offer. Yeah, that, that's it's true. Don Fabio. True. So that's I mean, he Levy's got to sign off on it at the end of the day, which is the hard part. But I mean, it looks like Fabio's been able to get Levy moving on some stuff already, and I think that's impressive. You know, there are reports that already came out that he sanctioned. Uh, to go get um, Christian Romero at that fifty to fifty-five million dollar uh, million pound price point. So I, I think Levy Levy is well aware of the necessity to bring in quality players to this team. Um, I think the way things ended last season, he 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 knows that he's going to have massive heat on him if if Fabio Paratici doesn't work out, and he knows he has to let him do his job. Um, and it's and another thing we've got to remember it's a buyer's market just like it was last season um 
you know, Dusan Vlahovic for 40 million, around 40 million pounds, if this were a regular um, transfer window, uh, non-COVID affected transfer window, it, it would probably be closer to 60, 60. I was going to say that's pounds. cheap right now. Exactly. And that's the thing. You're not going to get a better. And if you, and especially if he's linked to Arsenal, if you can take this guy out from under them, that is perfect. Cause I, I will really be worried if he ends up going to the scum, I will, that will have me depressed because again, I, I, I'm really all in on this guy. I think he's the real deal. Karen, do you think if we lost Kane, he would be the perfect replacement? Well, so here's the thing is that, you know, everything, everything in me is screaming to say yes. I want to say yes. But, you know, he is 21 years old and he hasn't played in the Premier League. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm not as big on the hasn't played in the Premier League thing as some guys are, um, especially when it comes to a forward player and an attacking player. Um, I think it makes it, it's a bigger thing for defenders, especially center backs. You could show, um, yeah. but but as a forward player, I, I think yeah, I think he could be great in this team, especially the way Nuno wants to play, the way he you know likes to attack. Um, um, if we're if we're assuming that our are the Spurs of this season will uh, kind of be similar to Nuno's Valencia, then uh, yeah, I could see him. You know, he had, back then he had Negredo in the team, and he was he was a good player. But oh yeah, I could see this guy doing some serious damage. So yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Um, Will Stewart in the chat. What's up, Will? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Will? Will, Will? Will needs a place to rent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, come on, so, Will. Yeah, Will he wants to hop on the rent. If you wanna, if you want, I can send you the link, Will. Um, yeah. If you're still watching. He's yeah. also in the, we're also in the we're both in the process of moving right now. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. that's why I didn't send. He's moving was, to Atlanta, right? I was gonna send yeah. him, but then I remember he was moving. So if if you're free and you want to come on, well, I could send you a link. Um, let me know in the chat. But uh, yeah, um, so now it's into the Panatici praise part of the of the show. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sorry for this. <laughs> Can I go I mean, first? I, yeah, sure, sure. I just because uh, my my praise is not gonna be that. Uh, long so for me is that uh, it's very simple i still believe that in the end of the day the buck still stops with levy pratichi can bring him all the deals on the table it's just whether uh pratichi is smart enough to make levy open his wallet that's all and if he is so then we'll give him a kudos don't forget we've only signed two players at the moment right one is a loan which is free no money spent right the other one of course is hill but hill came off with Lamela going on the opposite side. So that was a kudos to him. So uh, we still have to see and give him time. And don't forget, and we're not signing ready-made players. We are just signing lumps of coal, like uh, Brian D says, right? And hoping that they will turn into diamonds. So that's my point of view for uh, uh, Par Paratici. Yeah, that's my point of view for Paratici. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I made a song, a chant about Paratici. Um, the only person that has actually heard it is Kieran. When I was yeah. on oh, okay. All right. Uh, and you better tell Will that you don't have a curfew anymore. So I just, I just, can pop I just, on. I just, I told Will for him as yeah. well. Yeah. You kid unchanged. Yeah. He, uh, uh, Daniel can go on uh, for another two hours if you want. <laughs> but, uh, uh, send him yeah. the link. He'll pop on. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the chat is like, um, it's, Fabio, 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 
he signed Christian Romero. Uh, Has he? <laughs> he? He got Brian Gill. Oh, okay. oh, the song that you wrote. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's not bad. It's not yeah. bad. We gotta be playing that one in the Tottenham for Stadium next season. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I was telling him, yeah, we gotta pass it on to uh, Ben and Sim so they can get people singing. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, well, let me know if, if you want me to send you a link. I'll send it to you. Um, but what, Kieran, what are your what are your thoughts on Pratichi and what do you have? If you could say, if you could say one, if you could say two sentences to Pratichi, what would they be? Um. It's loaded. Two sentences. Um, wow, that's tough. Ah, oh, wow. I think I would say I'm fully behind you. You're doing great so far. That's two sentences. That's no comma. Comma. Oh, you're comma. Doing all right, all right, all right. <laughs> gotta get some punctuation in there, Karen. No you gotta get punctuation sentence. in there. Yeah, and that's. And then the second one would be, um, you got to convince Levy to let you buy Vlavic. That's 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 probably the second one. Mine would be keep Kane, and buy Christian Romero. Yeah, I think uh, that's happening regardless. It's a good We're show. getting Romero. I I'm one hundred percent confident no, but he's coming. There's still you know Romero deal is still not that confirmed yet as, as I've been hearing. But Romero uh, wants to come. Over five million. Yes, again. Karen, what is that? Like like, uh, like every TV. freaking summer. Yes, but, uh, but I mean I think it, this this all comes to Fabio versus Levy because Fabio's. Mm philosophy is that if you want a player if you think he's that good and well, I am. Romero's proven yeah don't don't worry about the extra two three four five million just make it happen knock it out Move yeah I, I'm with you there I think that that's that's uh hopefully the case but it, it's hard to believe when when we've been through what we've been through yeah that's the problem we all have PTSD we all have yeah. Levy PTSD it's hard for 100%. us to want to believe we're so afraid of getting hurt again you know but yeah. i mean we gotta embrace it we why should we believe it. this it's no reason <laughs> to believe this this is crazy but yeah i feel you gotta yeah. suspend your disbelief yep come on that, let's all hop on the paratichi train though come on yeah, yeah that's what i'm Pat saying paratichi's at the engine <laughs> like, <laughs> that, like like i honestly uh, if he signs christian romero kane stays and let's say we buy um, another center back. That Tom, Tomiyasu like, for me would be the like that would be brilliant. I think. For, I, yeah. I think. Um, have you heard though that Jules Kounde is he would be interested in joining Tottenham if Real Madrid and Barcelona don't. Come I know. For him? I've heard of it. I don't like ifs. I don't like it when players like will join yeah. you just because they didn't come in for him in another team. I'd rather a player that is like wants to play wants for the club. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, I don't, I don't want anymore yeah i used yeah, to, I do want but, to yeah. having said that if no, we I don't, a, I don't, we I don't buying him, I'd be like, eh, there, okay, what are you gonna do you know like good day and, and romero if would be ridiculous Tottenham, the thing is that with that lineup uh, the talent there's absolutely amazing there's no doubt about it but where do you have the experience there's no experience in those back two you have to have at least one that's like that experienced center back that went through a lot in his career and then you have to have one young promising center back 
in my opinion. If you have I, two young pros, I don't know guys, if you look if you look at Yan and Toby when they first came into Spurs, they were both pretty un, unproven in the Premier League in particular, and they still came in and like were the best center half pairing in the league. So I think it comes down to a combination of the two players understanding what it is that they want to do together, what the system is and knowing how to play in that system um, and being just smart footballers, recognizing like, uh, like intelligence when it comes to how to, how to defend and what the system is for the, and what the manager wants them to do. Sure. So I think if you take a Romero and a Kunde and you put them in the same system and the system is defined, I don't think they're going to struggle. I mean, I get what you're yeah. saying, Daniel. I do think that that isn't always going to work, but I do think if 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 things are uh, controlled and, and understood and expected and they get it and it's been well defined to them and well well um, explained, then I don't think that there's a lot to worry about. I think the worry the worry probably is on the right back or the left back situation where they're the ones who aren't really um, responding to what's going on in that center center half position because we've seen it with. With uh, even with um, uh, um, uh, Sergio, he, he he struggled in the, at the end of the season when the center halves weren't controlled or when they weren't didn't know what they were supposed to do. Uh, he ended up playing like making some bad decisions, doing some things that were like not what he had done previously. Uh, are you, Kieran? If you la- are you laughing at what I'm saying or? I mean, a, a little bit, not because you're saying anything incorrect, but I was just thinking. I mean, anybody trying to play left back next well, to yeah, Aaron yeah, yeah. Dyer is just... <laughs> and that's my... Yeah, no, guys, is still there. That's literally my point, <laughs> though, right? Like, yeah, you take... You take Dyer and Davinson Sanchez and you put Kunde and Romero in those positions and you, and oh, you, and then, wonderful. and then you, even Matt Doherty is going to look fucking great. Sorry for language. Even Matt Doherty is going to look really good, right? He's Matt Doherty is going to look like a ridiculously good right back in that position. Even Serge Aurea as well. If you have really good solid center halves who can control what's going on with the defense and when they're supposed to push forward, when they're supposed to overlap, if you're playing a four, three, three, or if you're playing a, uh, a three, two, four, one, or whatever it is, your position, you're going to play those two center halves have to determine what happens with those the, the left uh, left back or right back or left wing back and right wing back? And uh, I think like intelligent footballers know how to do that. I think I, that's what we haven't had for 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 a bit now. You know, since Yan sort of has left and gone gone past it, and since uh, Toby in the same scenario has gone past it, he's not as good as he used to be. And he even even though he speaks really well, his his response and his reaction isn't nearly as good. So. You need somebody who knows you go, you go here, you go here, you go here, and is really vocal and makes them decide and determine what it is they're supposed to do. And we haven't had that in a long time. So I think you put those two players in there, despite their age and, and lack of experience, uh, you don't have that problem anymore. Yeah. yeah. Just when just when I get a second now um, to thank the channel sponsors, Chobani. Um, this video is sponsored by Chobani. They're absolutely amazing. They make coffee creamers to oat milk. To yogurts and the yogurt are Greek, Greek as well. So and they're absolutely delicious. I tell you, you will not be disappointed. Uh, my personal favorite for the Greek yogurts is um, um, cookies and cream. They also have coffee flavored. Um, they have mint, chocolate, and they have um, s'mores. And they have millions of more. They have so much um, to offer. They have these flip yogurts where you can flip it, um, and the Oreo cookie stuff falls into the the yogurt. Um, and they have some other ones where it already comes in the yogurt. Um, doesn't really make a difference. The the taste is just the same, which is phenomenal. But uh, and the coffee creamers are fantastic as well. 
definitely, definitely check them out. And thank you so much for sponsoring the channel. But um, yeah, what are you, what are you guys? What do you guys think is gonna be the next Paratici signing? Do you think it'll be Tomiyasu or Christian Romero? Uh, for me, Romero. I'll go quickly. Uh, Romero's is it? I think is going to happen by the end of end of the week, uh, if I'm honest, or at least like, um, you know, the usual. It's it, it's happening scenario that that we're it's close enough that it's going to happen. Um, and I think that the reason why Toby left or is going to leave, and all these other situations that it looks like um, that 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 that's the likelihood. Yeah. Uh, I know, no, I, uh, Brian. Toby left because he's getting double the pay. Two hundred grand a week. Two hundred grand a week. No, no. I know. My my point is, Eugene, and you're right. That's absolutely true. But my point is, is that the what 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 uh, Paratici has said he's doing. I mean, yeah, was yeah, was doing. Yeah, he, player goes out, player comes in, right? Player goes out, player comes in, and I think absolutely. that player goes out, and the player that comes in will be Romero, and I think uh, that's the player we need right now, and I'd love to see um, Tobiasu come in after that as well, and then of course see those other two players leave at the same time. I'd like to see Dyer and Sanchez go. I don't know that both of them will. I think we'll probably end up with one of them as a squad player. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, at least one of them leave would be. But it's, it's quite weird that the deal for Kunde has Sanchez involved, correct? It did, but yeah. The deal, did. the deal for Romero, right? Sanchez is not involved. So there could be something going on around there. But of course, like you said, I would love to see Romero come in first. Because I think Tomiyasu won't be coming in until after the Olympics. Because I think with the recent injury that he's got, I think they will have to reassess him again before they bring him in. Okay, or maybe now the price might drop, right? Now Levy says that okay, he's injured, right? He, he won't be playing for the first six months. Uh, give him, I'll buy him for 15. Yeah, what's the value want, at this yeah, point, right? Yeah, yeah, the value, yeah, the value is gonna go. I'm gonna buy for 15, I'm not gonna give you 20, yeah. right? So, you know, that's what Levy will do, or that what, what's Levy's gonna tell Paratici to tell. Uh, you know, Eugene, let's, call, let's, do this, let's do this for Brian. Levy's gonna fuck it up probably. And we won't get, we won't get sorry, like, <laughs> Levy's probably yeah, gonna yeah, screw yeah. it up, and uh, yeah, and we yeah. won't end up getting to tell me Yosu in the end, but yeah, but yeah, I, I but feel you have to say, but the truth, if he gets Romero in and Tomiyasu doesn't come in, I'll still be happy, I'll still be happy, yeah. I mean, I, I think that Romero is definitely gonna be in by the end of the week. Um, I think that I understand the apprehension over the haggling over 5 million or whatever, but the, the thing is all the leverage is on our side here. Uh, personal terms are agreed. Player wants to leave. Player wants to come to Spurs. He's yeah. pushing for the move and Atalanta have to sell. They need to sell. Yeah. All the Italian clubs need to sell. They're in need the money. terrible financial shape right now. It, it, all the leverage is with us. They will crack. Eventually we'll reach the number that they can accept and uh, not feel like they've been swindled and we'll get Romero. Um, as for the as for the Kunde thing, I think that's over. I think that's already been done. I, yeah. I, I don't I don't think even I think Fabio Paratici isn't even the kind of guy who will bring in a player who he knows is just gonna be waiting for that next big move. I just I, 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 I think I think he's trying yeah. to build a team and he's trying to build build a team to win and he knows that, that that's not a winning ingredient, you know. I, I think that the reason there's still some of this Kunde stuff out there in the ether is because of the deal that was originally proposed, which Sevilla accepted, which included Davinson Sanchez. Yeah. Now, of course, Kunde then, you know, said he he wouldn't he wouldn't agree to terms unless. Yeah, uh, that ex that exception afterwards. by the club by the other club in the deal is the reason why it's still 
exactly a thing, a thing people I are think, talking about. I think what happens is Eugene, like you said, why isn't Davinson Sanchez a part of the Atlanta deal? Well, that's because what I think will happen is it, I don't know which one will happen will be announced first or whatever, but basically we get Romero from Atlanta and then sell Sanchez to Sevilla. And that'll make up most of that. I think we pay 50 to 55 million for Romero. We sell Sanchez for 30 to 35 million to Sevilla. And then, you know, net spend of 20 million, we can handle that. So that's, that's how I see it shaking out right now. Yeah. I would love to, I would love to see Romero come in because he brings in the steel, right? So most probably, First, first uh, order of day is that to bring Romero in and to kick the hell out of Dyer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody kick the hell out of Dyer, please, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kick him, kick him. Don't let him ball wash. Kick the hell out of him. <laughs> Eugene, I had no idea about you, buddy. I thought so, so aggressive. Love it though. Yeah. Love it. I got can't have him ball watching all the time, right? So. Yeah, he, the ball going over his head and him turning the wrong direction and then turning the wrong direction and, and then being beat. No, then Romero come in and kick him. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that anymore, buddy. Get the ball. The thing, <laughs> don't watch it. The thing is, against Colchester, I don't know if you guys have saw that bounce. That he just, like, yeah. oh, that's what like, I'm talking about, Daniel. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he looked he looked at it longer than he was. He wasn't even thinking about it. running. He just like watched it go over his head and then the guy got in behind him like, what are you doing? Like, that is not like a not something. Right, it's not Colchester. something right up It's like a goalkeeper when he gets chipped and he just looks at the ball go over him. Like, yeah, it's, it's like a, a complete lack of positioning and understanding. No, but Daniel, if, at least if the goalkeeper gets chips, chip, right? He looks at the ball, he's chasing after looking at it. You understand? No, no, Dyer switches. Dyer sees the ball going on this side and he goes. Oh, oh fuck! I, I missed it. And it goes, oh, <laughs> and it goes over his head completely. And then the player, the the striker, the forward is in behind, and he's like, and he's slow. You can't yeah. catch him. There's so nothing, brutal. Like there's he nothing. He is not a center that, half. Just not a center half. That Eric Dyer brings to Tottenham. Nope. No quality. I mean, like you look at a player. There's some players like Deli Ali, for example. He's considered Deadwood, but he has some flair with him. You know, some yeah. extra stuff with him. The two Eric of them Dyer should go together and having a relationship somewhere else. Daniel, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's uh, a lot of players that need to leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at least we got one out, right? So at least we got one out at the yeah. moment. So let's he's see actually the one that most of us liked, though. That was the sad yeah, that's part. true. But you yeah. know what I mean? despite yeah. despite his like inability to, you know, play with both feet and to like be reasonably good, at least his attitude was right. So that was like yeah. we, we lost that, like. Get rid of get rid of Delhi and Dyer. They're like they were good to some extent for periods of time, but they kind of crap now. Like I'd rather I'd rather have kept Lamella at least for his his uh, crap house. We must see the demand for Lamella was higher, so I guess, for his crap houseery uh, that he was involved yeah. in all the time. Right? So that's the problem. Um, lads, I got to bounce. I just put it in the okay. private chat. Yeah. But Daniel, I really appreciate you having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Eugene, always good to see you. And Karen, good to meet you as well. Good to um, meet you as well. Yeah. Fantastic chats, lads. And looking forward to doing it again in the future. Um, have a great well. night. Yeah. Cheers. See you. Have a great night as well. Yeah. Okay. Come here, Spurs. Yes. Okay. We're waiting so, for Will now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will should be coming on like any time now. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. at like 15 minutes. So what do you guys what do you guys think? What's the what do you, what's like something that you guys want to talk about that you wanted to get out of yourself? Um about talking? Uh, okay. Uh the thing is that okay, sh shall we do this live? Shall we just talk about the world's the, the world's first tour that we're gonna plan? Oh yeah. For time yeah. Being? yeah, before before Will comes on. 
So mm-hmm. uh, since we're planning this, the world. Okay, uh, Daniel. Uh, for this, I'll take the lead uh, on how this will be developed because uh, uh, later we'll later later later. Uh, no, it's not my channel. This world's first tour will be our channel. Okay, it will be done as a collective, as a group. But we'll go into the details uh, later in the back room after the show uh, to iron out the, the 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 graphics, the format, and all that. Right. For me, it's, my plan is that uh, why I call it the World Spurs Tour instead of the Spurs World Tour is because we're actually now bringing the world to Spurs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the opposite way. That's one thing. Secondly, is that I would like it to be also uh, for Spurs fans, right, to meet other club fans. So we don't be so in the tunnel vision that we only see our club. We will see other fans from other clubs, how they feel. So... Of course, uh, we will bring the other club fans from all around the world to come to the world's first tour. And we just have intelligent and what I call lighthearted banter, right? And of course, we won't let it turn too violent between fans. And uh, of course, in the moment, we try not to bring on any uh, Chelsea fans or Arsenal fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how we develop it along the way. And of course, uh, I will explain to you, you know, uh, on how we're going to do it and, you know, the format. And most probably uh, be- between uh, me, uh, Yitkit and uh, Kirian and Jamie, and we will always maintain minimum two uh, hosts. The four of us will always be the hosts of this World's First Tour. But uh, it doesn't mean that all the time that we have to be there, but minimum the two of us, either it could be Yitkit and Kirian hosting it, it could be me and Yitkit hosting it, Right, or it could be Jamie and yeah. uh, Yit and Kieran hosting it. So uh, we will have a, a we'll call a kind of a rotation kind of thing, and we'll see who we bring on, right? And let's see. Uh, and every country that we bring on, we'll put a map. Uh, we'll put a flag there. Yeah, awesome. That's an indicator. Yeah, sir. That's why I said the thumbnail that we're gonna do uh, later. We'll, I'll go through with you guys and all that, and let's see how we plan it. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, keep an eye out for that, guys. Yeah, World yeah, Spurs tour. It's coming to you soon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, World Spurs tour. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, one you guys want to definitely look out. Um, it's gonna. I'm pretty sure. Um, Eugene, you said it's gonna be on different channels. Yeah. Uh, so it's. Gonna that means be I'll do one on my channel. Then once yeah. will be on your channel. Then once will be on Kieran's channel. Because uh, me and Jamie, we share the same channel, so there's no issue. They're just between the three yeah, our yeah. three channels. Our three channels. So we'll say something like the World Spurs tour, hosted by Spursvision TV. The Yid Kid, you know, and uh, no Spurs sick. But depending, you know, you guys will be saying you might want to change your channel uh, names and all that. Think about it. Maybe you can do it while we're introducing the World Spurs Tour then, right? Yeah. So, and then, of course, then after that, we'll say that, okay. Uh, and, of course, we will say, and, of course, we'll be bringing on special guests, one or two, dot, 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 more of them. Hard to say. Uh, and then the topics, then we'll decide on what topics we're going to say about, you know. Uh, along the way and all that. We see how it goes on from there, right? Yeah. Uh, we can start something like that and we start picking up uh, YouTube or we call uh, Spurs fan followers or any football club uh, followers around the world. And Welcome, Will. Welcome, howdy. Will. Uh, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Uh, how's your house moving? Uh, it's going. That's good, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been following you on your holidays. A lot of pains. Oh, that's yeah. normal. Yeah. Yeah. How's moving is. 
Well, no, it's like it's like the wrong time of year to move. Uh, I had a mover yes, cancel. Supposed to come Wednesday, and uh, got sick or something. I don't know. And then everybody else, I'm supposed to be out by the 31st, and everybody else is booked up until the uh, 5th of August. My gosh. So you be... said, oh, dear. That's negotiate a, with the lady to, to stay in the mm-hmm. yeah, week. No, but it's good that you found a place in Atlanta. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. you found a place, yeah. They also thought that you had committed a few crimes, I remember. Crimes. What crimes did I commit? Remember the, that they got confused with you and uh and somebody else when they were looking. Oh at your yeah, background? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that. that oh was, yeah, that, that yeah. was a background check thing. Yeah. Yeah. I that got straightened out. But. Yeah. Wow. But well, on on the other side though, uh, I just remember it when I, in the beginning I said there was no outside of Tottenham. There is some outside of Tottenham. It's the U.S. The U.S. They played yesterday. Beat Jamaica. Yeah. They beat Jamaica now. with an 83rd minute goal. Um, they're gonna be going into the semifinal against Qatar, which means if I'm pretty sure it's what's Mexico versus who on the other side? <laughs> I believe it. I, I honestly I don't remember who it was, but at the end of the day, if Mexico and US win, it will be another derby, USA versus Mexico. And that one's going to be a bit scarier, though, because this is like our C team, and they're playing yeah. mostly there. Mex- Mexico is playing Canada in the uh, other semifinal. That'll be good. Well, maybe Canada will knock them out. Although Canada, yeah. I- I'm probably just as scared to face Canada yeah. because they're, they played against us really, really well. Um, we just kind of got lucky, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Our youth team, though, is uh, pretty much the whole U.S. team is youth. Um, yeah, yeah for the most there's part. not one player in there that you could say is going to be starting in the World Cup or something. Um, maybe not yeah. this year. Um, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. not this year. But um, yeah, definitely looking forward to that game. Hopefully, it will live up to the expectations and what it had last time um, when I was on Will's channel and um, we were going to watch along of Mexico USA. That game was just. I don't have oh, words game, to describe game of the game. decade, to be honest with you. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, that was a wonderful game. Wonderful game. Yeah. When they say that Americans don't have passion for, for football, just look at the fans when we saved that penalty. Look at the fans. It's, it's just like that type of game are the ones that you just – if you if I would have missed that, I would have been kicking myself. Um, but, yeah, bro, I, what are you – oh, yeah, go on. Oh, I was just going to say I haven't watched – I haven't enjoyed – watching the U.S. men's national team that much since that uh, World Cup quarterfinal against uh, Belgium back in 2014, I think it was. Yeah, I haven't enjoyed a game of U.S. men's football <clears throat> that much since then. It, it was incredible. So, yeah, it's it's, it's really nice. It, we can finally feel good about the U.S. men's national team and the direction it's heading. So, Especially since we were, like, losing 2-0, um, like, in the 15 minute. When they scored the header that got this allowed, um, yeah. I was like, this game over, they're going to score five on us and we're going to get humiliated. The fact that we came back like we did um, is just phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, well, what are your thoughts on, uh, on Paratici? Because, obviously, what he's doing right now in the transfer market is it's magisterial. But um, what are your thoughts on I don't on know him? if I necessarily agree with you on that. <laughs> um, I don't think he's done anything yet. Well, he signed two players, and one of them is, like, the next. <sighs> no, like, I, I disagree with you on the Gale thing, my friend. 
What do you have against Brad Bandit, Riddle? Though? Red. No, no, no. Yeah, let him go. This let is, let it go. I know you've been looking here. for somewhere to let this go, right? So here. this is your chance. Well, I mean, I got I got most of it out of my system earlier on the uh, on uh, David's uh, band show. The end of that was was pretty good. If if you didn't catch it, mate, you should probably go check it out. I, I watched about like half of it earlier. I need to watch the second half. Yeah, the end of it. Or just go yeah. just go to the when it's me, Brian, Bob. And uh, Danny on, and then oh, you could tell that that's oh. gonna be spicy. Yeah, that's a fireworks filled uh, panel right there. Yeah, that's, it was it was it was pretty that's, fun. That's Mentos and Coca Cola right there. <laughs> no, like I I think Brian Gill is gonna be a good. It's a good signing. Um, is it a great signing? No, I don't think it's a great signing. Um, I think he uh, I think it's a like for like. Signing with the benefits of a better injury record so far, and someone who is doesn't have the baggage that Lamella had uh, from when he played with the club. But I think you need to bulk up. Skill wise, skill wise, I, I um, I'm not convinced, man. I'm not convinced. I've been doing a lot of researching. I probably watched three hours of eight minute compilations and all touch <laughs> videos and. And individual matches and uh um also caught uh, one of the olympic matches that he was playing in and what i've noticed i mean you can go watch any compilation and you can count on one hand how many times uh, he takes when he's in a 1v1 and he takes the first touch to the right um it doesn't happen very often so you get into premier league level defenders and they'll have him figured out before he even gets off the plane um I I hope that he turns into um, a great player. Um, but a lot of the stuff that's being said about him now is the exact same stuff that was said about LaCelso before we signed him. And when we signed him last, you know, years ago or whatever. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, I'm not convinced that it's going to be a good, uh, a great thing. I hope that it is. Um, but I'm not excited about it. I think I don't know. I think jury's still out on Giovanni Lo Celso, though. I mean, he was fantastic in the Copa America this this uh, summer. So I, I think he's. I think his performances at Spurs have nothing to do with quality and everything to do with injuries, mentality, adjusting to the Premier League, that being at a club that's been in absolute chaos over the last two seasons. I think I, I think I think all of that really plays into and tactics especially under Jose Mourinho. I think all of that plays into Giovanni Lascelso. Mm. I mean, I look, I I don't know if I'd call it a great signing either. I I, I like Brian Hill. I like the I, I I like the the promise he has. I don't know if he's the next Messi or Little Croy for any of this. I just see a guy with a lot of talent on the ball. He can dribble, he can firing crosses he's fast he's got promise and yeah he needs he's rough he's 20 years old he needs development and hopefully he'll get that um i think he's got a higher ceiling than eric lamella though i mean i don't think i don't think we'll ever see a a a footballer at a top six club you know who's more one-footed than eric lamella you know and i Um, brian goes pretty close in the funny, if you remember, if you go back to Eric Lamella's history, and uh, he's been playing for the club about about as long as I've been watching it seriously. Um, and before, 
we, we signed him. Everybody was saying he was the next Messi. Um, from the time that he was 12 years old. He was even... He was even in a documentary, and they'd followed him around from here to there. I mean, that's how much promise that Eric Lamella had, and that didn't pan out. I mean, less yeah. than 20 goals in eight years. Come on, but, but, yeah. You know, like, but all this let's see what a, what, No, let's see whether Nuno can do something with him. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see whether Nuno does something. But yeah, I, this is what's funny for me, right? Who was right? Pedro Neto before Nuno got his hands on him? That's all I'm going to say. Like, okay, who was Pedro Neto? That's and fair. And look what he did with him. So, I mean, I just... But what's funny, what's funny to me, what's funny to me is when people say, well, maybe Nuno can do something when... 90% of you guys were all <laughs> upset because Nuno was coming <laughs> in the first place. And now Nuno's going to turn Gil into some type of prodigy, I yeah. think is, is slightly ironic. I'll be the first to admit, real real quick, I'll be the first to admit when I first heard the idea of Nuno coming in, I was against it because I didn't know about his previous time, especially at Valencia. And after going back and watching his Valencia team, I am 100% on board. I am I am one hundred percent on board, and I, I believe in him, especially as a man manager. So um, yeah, no. did you guys? Did I, you guys I was catch wrong. Nuts? I was wrong. Will you were right on Nuno? I will give you that. I will give you that. Yeah. Well, will let me read you out this stat right here. Um, La Liga chances created from the last two seasons: Luka Modric in third with one with one hundred and seventeen, Lionel Messi in second with um one hundred and eighteen. Brian Gill, number one with 122. Huh. Well, let, he How many assists did he have? Um, I'm pretty sure he had um, quite quite a lot. I mean, I had his stats just up in a second. It was like around the seven number. Oh, hold on, to be I, honest, I, don't know. I don't think so. I thought it was like he had four goals and one assist last year in the Liga. He had four goals and three assists in the Liga. Oh, yeah. um, maybe I had it combined. But, uh, yeah, so I and then look, I mean, if you look at I mean, and Belly has better stats than he does dribbling wise, dual yeah, wise. Um, and Belly is like another level, right? But I mean, I mean, this guy they're three years apart in age, yeah. I mean, people don't people think that and Belly is some kind of old man or something, he's not like 23, 24 years old, yeah. yeah. And um, and Belly was you know. He hasn't been able to climatize to the Premier League. With Celso, at, at his last club playing in Spain, um, he was, you know, on fire. Well, with Ndombele, we know there's a fitness issue there. And, yeah. you know, on, on top of that, again, I just I just, I, I, I don't want to give them a pass, and I'm not giving them a pass. It's still, I, they haven't met the level that their transfer fees, you know, uh, said they should you know i i think that just the time that both of these players the celso and Ndombele, joined this club was the worst timing possible um and every all the the crap surrounding them this whole time i think has made it difficult to acclimate i think if if spurs were a steady ship for these two seasons i think their performances would be very different um yeah. so but my question too is: is if this is a masterclass from uh, Paratici, why did we buy another left winger when we don't have a right winger at all? Well, in my opinion on this, when it comes to wingers, 
I think they should be able to play on both sides. Because like you're saying, let's say um, Brian Gill is lefty and he doesn't like to cut into his right. So if he plays on the right side, he should be able to cut in and shoot. Now, That's true. But the problem is, did you guys watch Matt's uh, video today where he had the guy on who's a Sevilla fan and they kind of went on through it? And, they, and the reason why Sevilla like, let him go in the first place was that he can't play as an inverted winger. He, he's a boots-to-the-chalk type of player, and uh, he has n very rarely ever played on the right for anyone simply for the fact that uh, he doesn't uh, behave like a inverted winger does, which is basically a, a, a third forward in a 4-3-3 where they cut inside, right? That's what Sun does, being technically right-footed, playing on the left, and what Bale did, being left-footed, playing on the, on the right. Um, he he's not valuable in that, and that's why Sevilla let him go because they play a four-two-three-one with inverted wingers. To me, I think this one could be like a Steven Bergwijn. You know, Steven Bergwijn doesn't play good on the right, but he plays on the right. Now, when someone does get injured, I think um, Brian Gill could play on the left, and that will be a big plus. But um, Kieran, what were you gonna say? Uh, I just think that uh, uh, this might be a thing where you have to go back and look at what. Nuno has historically done with his wing players, which is he prefers traditional wing players playing on their strong foot side. So, I mean, I think there's a strong possibility. And I think Colchester, it might have not just been convenience. It might have been an actual hint that we'll see Son playing as a center forward more often uh, this season. And if not, he might actually play on the right more often. Because I think because we, if we're playing a 3 5 2. Um, but in a three-five-two, I mean, it had to be convenient this time because Kane's not there, right? If Kane does stay at the club, which I, I'm, I'm pretty much convinced that he's going to stay. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Um, I think he may want to go someplace, but I don't think Daniel Levy's going to let him go. Um, and it's probably going to take every bit of 160 million pounds. Um, he's not going to be fit to play City well, though. Well, why would it be convenient for a friendly against Colchester? Why wouldn't he just start Dane Scarlett and then sub him for Troy Parrott in the second half? I, I, well, I mean, if I really, you want to play Sun, I mean, I really, I really think this is. I think it's he wants Sun to get a little more comfortable playing at center forward. We already know he can do it. I mean, he carried us. It's in, it, in he Champions can do League. it, but it's not his. It's no, not it's, his deal. It's not his primary not his position. And I agree. I think if we see it more often, it'll be in a in a two man strike force with him playing up top with Kane. Um, but I, I I just think that Nuno is going to want to, if he can use wingers playing traditionally on their strong foot side. And I, I mean, I think that we'll see more of that this season. If, if, if he can fit it in, if he can work it in uh, the players into the formation the way he wants to, um, because that's traditionally what he's always done at Wolves. Neto left-footed played on the left, Troy right-footed played on the right. And he did the same at Valencia. And, you know, because he, he the, the the thing is, is when you're playing inverted wingers, usually what you want to do is you want to overload the middle of the pitch, and then you get your width from your fullbacks. But Nuno doesn't do that. Nuno, Nuno overloads the wide areas of the pitch. That's always been his attacking um, uh, style: is to get the ball out wide and switch play, and then overload the other side and do things like that. And so I think that. That that's why you know you you he might want to switch to having those players on their preferred foot side of the pitch. So we'll see what happens. But for me, will though, I'm I'm being honest with myself. 
all these tough times where we keep getting linked to players and it doesn't have, fall through. We were so excited at the beginning of this link, and then when it finally falls through, my ins, my inner Spurs fan just wants to get out. That's my that's the base of my excitement. I, I wasn't excited about the link. <laughs> my my, I mean, my I, inner Spurs fan is simply uh, is happy just where he is. Um, like I said, I don't think it's a bad signing. I don't think it's a, a waste of money. Um, I just don't think it's uh, there is zero evidence or anything I'm seeing in the eye test that this is going to turn out to be some type of fantastic signing. And when you look at the cost of it, you know, Lamella going the other way in the 25 million euro that we paid, um, you're basically talking Leon Bailey price right then and there. Um, who's a player who's had far more experience in the top um, division of his league, who's been a, you know, eight goals, six assists last season, five goals, seven assists the season before that. You know, you're talking 10, 10 to 15 attacking returns per season. To me, it's it seems like with Paratici that we're really focusing on on uh, La Liga and Serie A, and we haven't looked at the at the Bundesliga at all. And in my experience, in my experience, with the exception of maybe Timo Werner, the only big name I could think of, uh, Bundesliga players tend to uh, to climatize faster to the Premier League than Serie A and, and La Liga players do. That's true. So do you think you should have gone from um, Theron? Yeah, I think that would yeah. have been a good one. I, I agree. I agree with you, Will. That I think Leon Bailey would be a better purchase. I think. I really think that it's possible that all the emphasis on Brian Keel as a player is kind of a little bit of a misdirection on Paratici's part in in terms of what this transfer really is. And I think what this transfer really was was of us offloading Eric Lamella on the big wages that he's on a hundred thousand a week. You know, I, I think that Sevilla probably was just one of the few teams in Europe who was willing to take him as part of a swap deal and pay him what he's he's been getting at Spurs. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, even with the extra money on top you know, I think it's a net positive. And like you said, you didn't say it was a bad transfer. You said it no. was a it was a good transfer, it was just not a great one. And I, I don't know if I'd say it's a great one either. I'm I'm still happy with it because Lamella's <clears throat> gone. We got a young player in. We can pay him less than we paid Lamella, and he might turn out great. And if not, we'll probably at least get twenty million from him if we sell him in, you know, two seasons, three seasons, whatever. No, as I long think, as he just doesn't but, stick yeah, around maybe. Yeah. Well, like I say it's maybe because it's like you know we haven't had any players coming in at the moment. You talking about? Uh, we signed all, like all the... six or seven players last summer. <coughs> no, I'm saying now we've been prolonged so long, no new players coming in. So the hype by the fan base, right? No, it always we, happens. We also pent, it's also pent up. So we just signed one player, and everybody's like, "Ooh." You know? so, so, here's, here's my for me, mind. it's not the signings that got me hype about. No, but it's the marriage of convenience it's of leaving the Mel- about yeah, yeah, it's the way the, he does. The way of the Mela leaving, like, he comes in. Yeah, he goes for a player and he gets him. And and the way that he's also dealing with the transfers, that like he goes for ten players in one in one position, I like that as well. Because if one doesn't fall through, you have a backup, and if that one doesn't fall through, you have a backup and a backup and a backup and a backup, like that. But Daniel, that that's always been Levy's style too. Levy Levy styles get 50 players in one position and not sign one. That's Levy's style. But and another thing is Levy. (laughs) We do sign one. We sign the cheapest one. Levy would often be. The the thing is why we often got these bargain bin players because Levy would be set on one player. He'd get it almost to the line 
and then the deal would fall through over five million pounds. And then he has to go rummaging through the bargain bin because that's all that's left. Everybody else is snapped up. I think the difference here is Badatachi negotiates deals for several players within each position group all the way to the line to the point of having personal terms agreed. And then it gives him so much more leverage in terms of dealing with the clubs or vice versa. If you, you, you seal the deal with the club, it gives you more leverage to not get screwed by these agents who, you know, have become so powerful in football and especially the transfer market. It gives you more leverage there. Like, all right, you, you know, you don't want to agree to our terms, you know, we're not going to pay you what, what you want. That's over, you know, what we value you at. But I've got this guy right here. He's already agreed personal terms. We can just go and get him instead. You know, how badly do you want to come play for us? Or how badly do you want out of the club you're in now? I think, for me, it's not about Brian Keel. It's not about Pierluigi Gallini. It's about just the, the, it's the obvious shift in how Spurs are doing business now that Prodigy is here. That is what I'm happy about. It's just, it's night and day, the difference, if you pay attention to the way we're going about making these deals and scouting these players and all of this. And that that's what I'm really excited about. I'm from Missouri, man. Yeah. Uh, show me, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great way to end off the show. Um, it's been a phenomenal show. We've had a fantastic amount of guests. Um, we've got Will that, Sadly, he couldn't come on as um, as long as most of the other people. But um, thanks, Will, so much for coming on. Um, oh, pleasure, an honor man. to have you on again. Um, good luck with the moving. And would you like to shout out your channel to everybody? Yeah, I mean, for folks who are watching this back later or or, or whatever, you can find me, uh, Will Stewart's THFC Rants. Just uh, search THFC Rants on any of your favorite social medias. There's too many of them for me to name them all out. Um, primary one to YouTube. Um, uh, next one would probably be uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I'm also I also stream live on Twitch and Facebook and Twitter through Periscope and a bunch of other places too that I don't know where I'm. Well, well, since you're on TikTok, have you seen the Dom Toretto thing? I don't think I have. Oh, uh, it's just it is a funny thing that the. Um, that the, it's going like around the media right now with the Dom Toretto about the family thing. Um, and then Spurs official put a post um, in North London Derby something uh, with Dom Toretto as well. I missed that because I, right now, I have, am not following and or yeah. subscribed to any Spur, official Spurs um, social media. So yeah. I'm not either, but I have a bunch of people that are and like they send this stuff to me, so I always end up seeing it. But um, Kieran, would everybody make sure you check out Spurs stick, but... Um, would you like to shout out your channel? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Yad Kid said, uh, you can find me at Spurs Sick. No spaces, just as it's there on the uh, screen there on YouTube. And as well, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at, at Tottenham Itis, Tottenham I T I S. And uh, yeah. Oh. Um, keep, keep supporting the Yid Kid, man. He's great. He's fantastic. Kieran, wait. I thought your at was Tottenham It Is. No, Tottenham itis. Oh, like, like okay. it's a like it's a condition. Yeah, that's know, why you're Spurs sick. sick. Yeah, little, yeah, 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 little play on words there. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. gonna be like Spurs. It is, but um, yeah, Eugene, do you <laughs> yeah, like to announce uh, your you, channel? <clears throat> yeah, you can find me on Spurs Vision TV. Uh, at the moment, we're still doing the a uh, one podcast. p.m. GMT shows on Sundays, the standard broadcast. Uh, that's where we bring in all the uh, 
fans from Asia to link up and bridge up with all the fans of the rest of the world. And thank you for having me on again, uh, Daniel. And good to see Will and good to see Kirian. Uh, actually, we've been missing Will quite a lot, right, Will? Yeah. <laughs> we miss moving and all that. But it's good to see you guys again. And thanks a lot for having me on. And uh, maybe Will, if he's, he's still free, uh, maybe he can join in uh, in our discussion about... We are planning a new show, Will. For, uh, three of yeah. us, we are, we, are, we are coming up with something, a uh, new well, format four and of all us. that. Four, yeah, four of us, us, Jamie as well. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie as well. Uh, yeah, three channels, uh, four people. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe you just have. Uh, you can get some ideas out of you, and maybe later uh, we can talk in the back room. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sounds but, uh, good. Yeah, fantastic yeah. stream. Uh, make sure to smash like, subscribe to the channel as well. Uh, yeah. Make sure you subscribe to all these lovely people here, um, and also subscribe to Sonamoy because we did have Brian, the two Brian's on earlier. Yeah, earlier. big up the yeah. two Brian's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. But I'll see you guys yeah. on the next one. Come on, you Spurs. Enoch out. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs.